What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday night. Crimson Capsules in Roski. The second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. And you're in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than CGA, C. God Allah, and the, hold on for a second, and the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube, also known as Every Woman's Fantasy, and all of that ish. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. We got a great show for you lined up today. I got distracted, so bear with me for a second. Today's show is uh, where's that? Where's today's show? My bad, I got distracted. Uh, be careful who you have sex with, and we're gonna talk about a video from Jordan Peterson where he goes through kind of how we've evolved to get here, and what was the thing? What was the thing that kind of changed the dynamics? between the relationship and the relationships between men and women. So we're going to talk about that. Be careful who you have intimacy to with. And you also um, have another allegation coming out against a hip-hop star just out of the blue of why she waited 30 years, why she waited 30 years to come forward. And now she's using the court of public opinion to come forward on an al allegation. And it's one of your favorite hip-hop stars. He's also an actor. So I want you to be careful about what's going on here. It's kind of going to confirm what we've been talking about. Anyway, I got to actually put something, the the uh, monetization over there here. There's no monetization. I'm going to have to put the subscriber element out there. But anyway, we're going to use a video, a great video by Jordan Peterson. Also coming up, we have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have no doom and gloom, but I got one thing to share for you that is doom or gloom related. We got Broke Hollywood. We're going to take a look at a well-known actress that's coming out here and saying she's broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Broke. Dead, flat, stony broke. Yeah. I've got $3.85 in my purse. She got three, I think she has more than $3.85, but she says she's broke. All right, we have another actress that said she got engaged she was $35,000 in credit card debt. We got that coming up. We also have uh, how the sexual dynamics have changed. Some ladies are going to identify they're in these streets. They're in these streets. In these streets. And so forth and so on. But anyway, man, to contribute to today's show, dollar signs and notorious. CGA on the cash app, Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat. On, on the Notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel. All right, I don't. I think there are some earlier contributors to the day show. All right, first of all, we got our brother here. We're gonna call you Everett, Everett the second. He says you and Kevin Samuels have the best views on mothers' issues. Go, and that's a sponsorship. I'm rich, I appreciate that uh, being measured against the one and only the legend himself, Kevin Samuels, rest in peace. All right. And uh, yeah, we're we're a few. We're one of the few people that can challenge these things. Number one, we have context. We have experience. And not only that, uh, we actually know what uh, people are dealing with out here. And we're willing to say it because we can cuff our balls. All right. And that's what it is. Everett the second. 
All right, I appreciate that, man. We actually have the views that men want to hear and that the, you know, people, we're going to challenge the status quo. We challenge the status quo. Now, what we say is an absolute fact. Whether the people, the status quo, or whether the, to accept it, well, we don't care. We don't care. All right, anyway. <laughs> man just announced he broke up with this girl. All right. All right, congratulations. He's going to stay a free agent. Interesting. Uh, for people in relationships, uh... They break up and they're like, I ain't going back to a relationship. Like, how was that? Like, how was that? You know why? It's because when you're in a relationship, you know you got a shitty deal. When you're like, I'm in a relationship, I'm stuck. You break up, you're like, finally, I'm free. Finally. <laughs> right? You come out here. And in my book, I said, You've never seen the grass greener. You've never seen the sky bluer. You've never seen the sun shine so bright. You've never seen more white, fluffy clouds than you've ever seen in your life when you break up. All right, you break up. You're like, finally, I'm free. Congratulations, brother. Shout out to Juan Primeras. Divorces have trauma similar to womb tomb women. And in fact, it does. Uh, people like to downplay the true Im impact of divorce. But um, the data shows us that divorce and death are synonymous. It's similar. Uh, not only for the people involved, but definitely the children. Help the children. Help the children. All right, uh, man. Did I forget somebody right here? All right, we got them. No government AMSD. This is, should have been at the end of the show. What would help bring order is if women wouldn't be with the man unless her dad, brother, and uncle meets him and signs off. I can usually tell within five minutes if a dude has good character or not. I'm never, she says, I'm never surprised with who is a good man. Thank you for your message, coach. Indeed. All right, indeed. And that's how it used to be. People want to go back to tr tradition, but. You know, with the amount of things here, you know, you the ladies are the ones who basically go after guys. They are the pursuers of the male, especially if they like them. All right. But they're often pursuing a male that's being pursued by several other women. But, um, you know, in a time where they were property and owned and had few rights, men um, in their family would be a part of the courting process. But, you know, it just doesn't exist. You don't have fathers in the home and brothers don't give a F. You know, do brothers still protect sisters out there? I mean, not black brothers and sisters. I'm talking about, do people be like, don't mess with my sister? Is that still a thing? I would probably say not. And I, I've had my post close to the young people. I don't hear that shit. I don't hear that shit be out here. But maybe it is. Maybe if, you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's part of traditional relationships. But, you know, women aren't property. But inevitably, they've been part of the worst selection of mates in the history of humanity. Jordan Peterson will talk about this later. I mean, if you think about this, I want, you, I, want, I, want to, I want you to think about this. Since women have selected their own mates in the absence of fathers, using romance and love as an indicator, using the butterflies, the funny feelings, since women have been the sole choosers of mates, they inevitably have picked some of the worst mates possible. They all end up in an abusive. <laughs> they all pick an abuser, a cheater, a liar, a manipulator. How, how y'all all picking? How y'all all picking horrible mates? Isn't this a good indicator? Maybe you should have somebody else pick for you. But listen, it is what it is. <laughs> all right, it is what it is. What do we got over here? Uh, let's see here. What's on the menu? We do have a super chat, and we're going to get into here. Oh, by the way, if you were watching yes, the, uh, today's stream, and uh, you noticed that there was a break, uh, YouTube, I don't know what happened, man. They, they kicked me off my stream. 
So what I did was, I'm going to show you what I did. Oh, there's no thumbnail on this one. Boy, what a mess, man. They messing around today. YouTube, are y'all bugging? Are y'all bugging? All right, I don't see a thumbnail on this. <laughs> now I see it. I don't see it, okay? I, I don't even see a thumbnail represented. YouTube is tripping. Let me see if I can pop it up there real quick. All right, there's not even a thumbnail on the thing. Look at them. But there's almost a thousand people in here already. At least y'all got that. But let me let me describe something. Let me let me put a thumbnail up here, first of all. I mean, it's there, but they don't even want to change it. Okay, so let me see something change. All right, let me change it. Let me put the same thumbnail up. Let me save it. All right, what's going on? Did y'all didn't see a thumbnail? All right, so anyway, if you were watching this morning's stream, I got booted off. All right, I rebooted, recalibrated. I posted the stream, uh, the, the, the Notorious channel. The Notorious channel had the stream already remaining, but the Free Agent Lifestyle channel got boofed off. And it probably is because, probably was because somebody complained over there. All right, so I don't know what it was, but the Notorious channel was going. But what I did was, and I'm going to show you real quick, just so you can see in case you are looking for the replay to watch. All right, I still don't see a thumbnail. Maybe it's me. Uh, but uh, what I end up doing was I end up uh, piecing together it. I put it, I edit it together. And so now you can watch the full stream with just the one interruption instead of going back and forth to the, to the, uh, to the two streams. So let me show you what I did here if I can pull this up. Yeah, they trying to get after me, bruh. They trying to get after me. All right, so I'm going to do this. Share, share screen. So as you can see here, uh, the latest videos that were uploaded right there. All right, so right here, there's mommy issues there. There's mommy issues there. But if you want to watch the full stream, it'll say, <laughs> where is it? Good Lord. It'll say full stream, how mommy issues. So you can watch the full stream. It's all pieced together. It's all edited together. So watch it however you want to watch it. All right, but if you watch it separately, you're going to find out. You're going to be like, what's going on? Why is it? Why did it get cut off? And then you're going to see there's another one. You're going to be confused. Well, it'll have full stream if you want to watch the full stream. Anyway, that's that. Uh, shout out to Sam. He says, uh, when you are over a woman's house, check her bathroom cabinets for head meds. He says, if she has depression, get up and get out of there. Start running. She will use her depression as an excuse to not sleep with you. In the long run, this is great game. We always tell you, you know, a woman will say, hey, send me a pic. And I'll say, send me a pic of your medicine cabinet. All right, give me this pic picture. Send me a picture of your medicine cabinet so I can see all of those antibiotics and those mental health pills. You can damn be for sure. Um, one of the pieces of advice that I messed around and overlooked was depression in women. I will never again deal with a depressed woman. Any woman that has mental health issues is an automatic out, meaning I will, listen, I will barely even pipe you down. But now I'm running out of options. So you're going to find out sooner or later. But if she admits to head meds or uh, depression, guys, I'm going to give you a bit of advice. Please do not get into a relationship with that woman and certainly do not marry her. I wish I hadn't overlooked that. I wish I still would. I, man, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, who isn't depressed at this point? Please do not pass go on this one, gentlemen. You are asking for it. <laughs> You're asking for it. Anyway, what a disgrace. So I see YouTube is bugging out, man. I got a stream up, and they, they still don't have the thumbnail up. That is jacked up. All right, let me see something here. I'm going to try to edit it real quick. I'm wondering why they bugging on me, man. Why y'all bugging? I'm going to go to YouTube studio real quick. Let me see what I can go here so, so I can remind myself I'm demonetized. 
Oh, okay. I see the thumbnail now. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, yes, do not go forward on depression. And that doesn't mean you can't take depression seriously, but please, guys, for the love of God, if you don't take any other advice from me, take this one. Because I know it's tough. If you, if you want to overlook every bit of advice I've ever given you, but, but you want to listen to one piece of advice, I'm going to tell you, it's if they have depression, anxiety, or stress, run. Don't walk. Run. Like our brother just said, Sam. I've been giving you all that advice for a long time. But, guys, run. Do not pass go. <laughs> Do not pass go, please. Oh, man. You ninjas are going to just take this one piece of advice, brothers. This is going to help. It's going to help you out. Avoid. Now, you might have to leave America <laughs> at this point. You might have to leave America. It's a mess. All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to Deshaun Rose. Good evening, coach. And yes, I was here when you got sniped and they sniped my ass. But how does the RP sexualize women again? Shaking my head. These bird chested digits are stupid. That was weird. Like I was like, oh, he said the family court judge flagged me. I don't know if it was the judge, but, you know, them attorneys was listening crazy. All right. Um, anyway, because I was putting y'all up on game. Yeah, he was like, the red, pill, the red pill sexualizes women. He was like, that's so weird. I'm like, how in the hell am I supposed to answer that? I mean, do you see what's going on in the world? Like, Twitch got titties out. I mean, they're naked on Twitch now. Not only are they naked on Twitch, they're naked on YouTube. You know what? Let me show my boy, Maury, because he's a great supporter over here. Let me, show, let me show you a video Maury put out today. And I'm going to show it because, yes, listen. Listen, listen, listen. So, so this is Twitch <laughs> currently. Currently, guys, this is Twitch right now. That, that, that teenagers are teenagers. The platform that has 41% teenagers watching their platform at all times. Their, their, their platform has got 41% are teenagers. This is Twitch currently. And he's asking me about sexualizing women. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to say. This is also Twitch at the moment right now. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What what are you, what are you talking about? I'm trying to figure out. This, this is also Twitch at the moment right now. This is also Twitch. <laughs> like, we're sexualizing women. Oh, man, boy. I mean, have you heard of Instagram? This is also YouTube, by the way. This is YouTube, y'all. This is our boy, Maury. He's the coach gang. This is YouTube. Look, bruh. And you came to my show to say I'm sexualizing women? Like, what? I mean, you don't talk, you ever heard of OnlyFans or Instagram? What are we doing? Oh, man, it's a wild thing. Look, look at my audience is dope. My audience is going down. My audience is going down. Y'all just went to grab some lotion. Hey, man, come back. Come back. Yeah, naked yoga on YouTube. Come on, what are we doing, man? I mean, what what was the you know the the true intent of that uh tweet or the super chat? That true intent of that super chat was to get me in some sort of anyway rational rationality dressed up 
as the Black Ranger and Tagamastodon. Shout out to you. Yeah, weirdos. People weird, but I think thank you for the chat. All right, let me see here. Let's get in here. Why why did this sign off? Did I get to the pay pizzle? All right. I didn't get to it. All right, so I got to do something real quick. This show already messed up. I was looking up something. Showtime. It's showtime at the Apollo. I got to type something here just so you guys can have the link at the, the top of the uh, free agent lifestyle channel. All right, I got it. I got it. All right, we're going we gonna to get into the day show. All right, yep, yep, yep. There it is right there. All right, hold up. What's going on, man? You, is YouTube tripping on y'all or what? YouTube is tripping. My whole platform is all tripping. Man, somebody after me. I know who it is, though. I know who it is. New, 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 new world order. All right, let's get into it. Uh, let me see what we're doing here. Oh, by the way, it is Takeout Thursday. All the distractions. I should have let y'all just know. It's Takeout Thursday over here. So let the girls dance uh, right here. And let's get these linglings doing what they do. Indeed. Let's go. Takeout Thursday it is. And there it is right there. Look at my girls, man. I'm telling you, man. Listen, y'all can have all the fat women that y'all want, man. I'm done, man. Fat women are just usable maybe one day a week, maybe once a month, man. But let me give me some prime, pristine felines, all right? Yes, indeed. Okay, this is sexualizing women, I suppose, huh? It's not even on any other platform. I made this up. I recorded it myself. All right, yeah. But shout out to my girls here performing for us. And I take out Thursday. We appreciate y'all ladies today cheering us up. Cheering us up. Look at them girls. <laughs> Look at the girls. Man, go on and make y'all some money. Go on to Twitch and make y'all some money. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway. Woo wee. Give me some foldables, Ninja. Give me some foldables. All right, let's get into the, today's show. All right, remember we were talking about this um, when I told you about challenging authority. Challenging authority. So here's what we're doing here. I told you about challenging authority related to your name and who you are, who you represent, and all of these things. Uh, challenging authority basically on your lawful, you know, what's lawful, how the public school doesn't teach you these things. I want you to pay attention to this video because even when I, even when you challenge authority on what is your human rights, uh, people don't care about you knowing your rights. In fact, they will make it harder for you. They won't make it easier. It is not a case that you know your rights and know how to protect yourself that people will run away. What they'll do is challenge you on what they know. And you got to remember when you're dealing with uh, when you're dealing with law enforcement, lawyers, judges and, and the like, they know that they can violate your rights based on your ignorance. They're just assuming you're going to be ignorant because they study a separate law. That is not what you would call um, the type of law that you would think, you know, you, you think you're going to be treated like a person, but you're going to be treated like a person's. You think you're going to be treated with respect like. They will treat you with respect, but they're treating you with res with a certain respect and they will violate your ass. So when you stand up for yourself, you got to realize that is actually challenging the authority and they will actually make it difficult for you. They will make it difficult for you. So let me go ahead and show you um, an example of this. And we try to teach you to stand up and know your rights. But uh, this is a guy. He says he's a law. He is a law student and um, he's being. He's being confronted by two law enforcement agents, and you got to realize who is a law enforcement agent or not and what your right is. Now, just remember, you know, even though you know your rights doesn't mean that they are going to not violate you. They're going to challenge you. They're going to see what you really know. 
and they're going to work around it. I want you to actually listen to this. Um, listen to this, and this is an example of what I'm talking about. Okay, and if not, you could be arrested. Could. I need a yes or no. Why, why would I say that to you? Because I need that ultimatum, because right now you're asking. It's not a lawful order. And if not, you could be considered... Could? Are you trying to run my name through the system? You warrant for your arrest? Are you, I don't answer questions. Would you give us consent to check your room? Nope. To make sure that nope. you have no alcohol in your possession? Nope. I do not consent to any searches nor seizures. I'm giving you the opportunity to... No, I need that ultimatum. I will give you my ID if you say that I'm going to go get arrested if I don't give it to you. So you'll give us if we say that? If you say that, yes, sir. Because that's already grounds for me to set up litigation against you. So you're threatening to sue us? I ain't threatening nothing, brother. I'm a law student here. You're not going to come over here and try to violate my rights. So say it and I'll give you my ID. Just say, if you don't give me your ID, I'm going to arrest you. Are you Googling the laws right now? Because yeah. that's really what you should be doing right now. Okay, so just tell me so that if I don't give you the ID, you're going to arrest me. Just okay. say it. Show us your ID when you see your ID. Or, or you will be arrested. Thank you. Got that right? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. And uh, yeah, man, uh, you know, fear, fear is what, yeah, the music is going to get me. The music is going to get me on this one. So um, I'm sad when they put music on this one because it was so flawless. But um, even when you know your rights, you can tell he had them tripped up. He, the, the law enforcement agent is also trained in these things, right? They're trained in what they're able to do. And he's trained in also legalese, all right? Black's law and what you can and can't do and what words mean. Words mean stuff. And he caught the could. He also caught the threatening. And he was able to navigate and move around them. And then he's able to say, okay, if this happens, boom, all right, lawsuit. And then he recovered with the, oh, I'm not threatening anything. See, these are the things that's very slick. So, instead of instead of uh dealing with this idea of you know banging hoes and spinning plates i'm actually these are the things i'm interested in because these things are the things that make the difference it can save your life and prevent you from getting violated out here all right i'm gonna tell you one thing about this when you don't know the law nobody's gonna help you understand the law so you don't get violated Law enforcement don't give a damn. They'll let you violate their rights. They'll even tell you they're going to use things against you via the Miranda rights. So you have certain rights. When you stand up for your rights, you're considered uh, uh, a, a rebel, which is odd. You're standing up for your rights. You go into a courtroom uh, for a traffic ticket. They'll violate your rights. They're not going to tell you what your rights are. In essence, they want you to have law, um, an attorney to be able to tell you and defend your rights. Now, these attorneys are almost corrupt. They really don't defend your rights the way they should, all right, because they're playing it. You're playing a game, all right, but you guys got to know this stuff. This is the best mouthpiece. This is the mouthpiece that matters, and you got to also sue and file suits. You actually got to file suits. You got to be able to uh, retaliate and go down to the courthouse, fill out your forms, put your $300 and $450 down, down, and all of that stuff, so they will test you. It's not like you know your rights, and they'll say, oh, he knows his rights. They'll see how far they can push you. All right. So be careful with this. Be careful with this. And an attorney is a, uh, I think, a, a court clerk, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we can define it. Somebody can help me define it. They are a part of the courts. So you guys got to know that. They also represent the Bar Association. They're all kind of in there together. And this is why you don't see them standing up for the people. They're standing up for paying their student loan debt off. All right. So crazy, man. Crazy stuff. And lawsuits are, aren't, they're easy to file. Are they easy to win? No, but Ninja, uh, you know, lawsuits or uh, suing someone is enough many times. They're an officer of the court. Thank you. Lawyers are officers of the court. When you consider that, who do they work for? 
um, and all of that stuff. So anyway, man, this is the stuff you need to know. All right, forget talking to these broads, man. They, they, these women are, as I say, they are byproducts of success. You need to make sure that you know these things in order to get through this life. Anyway, anyway, all right. What are we doing here? Yeah, he said they're all members of the Bar Association, which is a private member association. They're all, if they're in the same state, which normally practice law in the state, they're all the same, they're all a part of the same private uh, association. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. All right, anyway, man, what are we doing here? Let's get into it. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, let's go. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we back in here. We got some straggles, and we got some sniggles. Let me go ahead and get my banner up. Let's see what kind of straggle and sniggles we got. Oh, we got two sniggles. We're going to start off with two sniggles right here. Apparently, these two sniggles are not happy with the amount of dishwashing or looks like laundry detergent they are getting, so they're going to go ahead and uh, uh, fix it for him. Let's go ahead and play the video. Damn, these detergent, but like, empty. What you mean you feel empty? Look, man. Damn. I jipping, I jipping the oh, shit out of people. To, yes, I'm just gonna add this to this. I guarantee you're fit. Oh, you bet. The shit black people do. Yeah. Only black people. Look at this. Oh man. Make sure you feel all the way up to the top. Oh. All the way up. All the yeah, way up. All the way up. This is empty. That's oh. what I'm talking about. Put no. it back. No. <laughs> Put it back like it never left. <laughs> and we're taking this. <laughs> we, got, we got a full third. Yes. No. Oh, Walmart activities. All right. These sniggles. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people might think that this is a uh, theft, and this could be considered theft. Um. It is petty theft, if you will. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if I would go about doing that. Perhaps I would be in a better situation. You know what I mean? These people are, we're suffering for, hey, listen, the corporations are stealing from the people. So I get it. We're, we're battling shrinkflation. So I get it. They, these people are trying to, well, they said JIP. I didn't say JIP. Um, they're trying, because JIP is like a racist term. You know what I mean? It came from the Jap, JIP. You know what I'm talking about? But anyway, um, I digress. And it's takeout Thursday, and I use the word jip. Well, they use the word jip. I didn't say jip. All right, they use the word jip. I mean, I repeated it, but you get it. Takeout Thursday, man. Takeout Thursday. Shout out to my Stop Asian Hate. Uh, but anyway, as I was saying, yes, we're battling shrinkflation. We're battling it. I mean, these companies are stealing from us. They're, they're raising the prices on costs and goods, and then they're also shrinking how much they're giving you. They're they're They're... they're they're pinching on us like a drug dealer. This is a disgrace. But you know what I mean? If you got a little bit of money, you don't have to deal with this shit. But you know, you know what the game is. But I wouldn't suggest you do this out in the open. But yeah, the corporations are pinching on us. And they're price gouging the people. Stand up. Get up, stand up for your rights. All right. Uh, anyway, let's go to this one. track on Stiggle Theater right here. Uh, we have a guy that says, I bought her red bottoms. Oh, this is some good pickup game. We got some infields here. A guy is in the store. He's in the Macy's. He meets a girl. She got a fine booty. All right. He says, I'm going to impress her by buying some shoes. This is probably a skit, but we'll go ahead and play it and see if women actually respond positively to something like this. How are you? What's you doing? How are you about to body? Yeah. Let me come with you. 
you cool from court? I ain't gonna lie, I, I saw you. I kind of wanted to take care of your shoes for you. That fine with you? You ain't got no boyfriend letting pay for this for you? You should pay for yourself? Yeah. The total comes to 1083.56. 1083? Yep. All right, I'll take care of it. 1083, that cannot be at what? Mm. And look at this straggle. I mean, the body is good. What is going on with this blonde-ass wig and them butterfly snuffle-up-against eyelashes? Oh, man, she's just doing herself a disservice. She's going to look crazy when she takes that wig off. She's going to look crazy as hell. She's going to look like a Daffy Duck when his duck bill got blown off. Anybody remember that as a kid? All right, let me pull it up. <laughs> oh, you nice. You're going to be mad at me. Uh, All right, yeah. All right, so yeah, this is actually what she's going to look like and when she takes her wig off, it's going to look something like this. Yeah, that's, wait a minute, where is it at? Did I pull it up there? Yeah, let's go ahead and give him the. She definitely going to look like that. You know, because they look like that because they got their eyelashes all sticking out, but it matches with the long hair. Then they take their wig off and their hair all short and matted down to their skull, but their eyelashes still sticking off right there. That's kind of what. That's kind of what women look like when they take their wig and you can see the kitchen in the back of their neck. You know what I mean? They look like, uh, you know, <laughs> they do look like Daffy Duck and shit. When they hair be all in um cornrows, when they take their wig off, they look kind of funny, you know? Mm. Like, like Daffy Duck with the bill backwards. That's kind of how they look. Am I tripping or no? Nah, that might be. That might be a stretch. That might be a stretch. Anyway. That's kind of what it looks like to me. But uh, anyway, let's go back to the video. Uh, $1,000 for these shoes? This is a disgrace. All right, here we go. Oh, lucky girl. Email a copy for you to your email address. I'm going to print a copy that I place inside the box once I rewrap everything to get it ready for you. I'll bring them right out for you. Yeah, you really didn't have to. I could have been myself. I know. That's why I did it for you. If I felt like you couldn't do it, I wouldn't do it in the first place. But I seen you for me. So, I get your number or something? No, because you can't from this side. All right, I'll take your brain. That's cool. I'm cool. Damn, man. Uh, this has got to be a skip. Well, the audio, you can't even barely pick it up. I mean, why would she stand there to be recorded? I mean, but she's saying, talking, not giving them any flavor back. So he asked for the number after spending, allegedly spending $1,000 on some shoes. And she can't even give him the number, she said. Nope. But you can have my Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Just don't be out here. She said, thank you, but I could have did it myself. All right. I can't stand the little strag right here. This is a straggle. You are all set. You're seat to the top of the look at, look at Nancy. Look at Nancy's bad built BMW, badly made woman. Good. Look, look at Nancy's back. Look at Nancy's back, bro. And, man, let me stop. Her outfit straight out of 1970s uh, gimbals and Boston stores and god dang the Broadway. This where you get this shirt. All right, I'm I'm not trying to roast today, but what is going on here? Thank you. Okay, and I emailed you a copy as well. Thank you. You want to take back or something? Oh, excuse me. All right, a thousand. Uh, damn, thirsty ninja man. Yeah, that brother's starving. And I know this is a skit. There's no way this is not a skit. It could be. I don't know, man. It could be real, man. I hope it's a skit. But he's starving like Marvin. Yeah, that brother's starving. There's no way in the hell I would do something that despicable. Talk about tricking. All right, she need to unbig her back too. She definitely needed to unbig her back. Nancy was looking in bad shape. All right, we got right here, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Apparently, you know, men are liars. 
and we men need to stop lying to these women. But let's go ahead and take a look at this. Uh, there's a woman here. Okay, yeah, she's all manufactured up, and her face doesn't even match. All right, look at all that. She got her, you can see her hairline getting pushed back down there like she went to a Dominican barbershop. And then you also have, you know what I mean? Her, her face don't match her neck. Man, what are we getting here? She looks mighty cleopatra though. Well, I know the, the ninja community going to be mad. I'm talking about how to represent her. Anyway, let's get into it. Oh, uh, we got some music here. So apparently uh, this woman's going to show how she uh, shows cleavage. <laughs> oh, man, 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 take a look at this, gentlemen. Man, we cannot trust these people, man. We cannot trust them. So a push-up bra, no? No? Well, that's what happens when you're part of the itty-bitty titty committee, and I like me some itty-bitty titties. I like the A-cup brigade. All right, bring me them little raisin titties, all right? Come on, man. Raisin titties for everybody. Just because you got raisin titties, baby, it don't mean you not a woman. You ain't got to have big titties around me. Give me them things. This is how I'll be showing up like, come on, come here. Come here. Come here. Oh, yeah, those are, let me give, let me, let me, let me, it's kind of like a hacky sack. All right, but look at what we got here. Look at what we got. This is a disgrace. I mean, does it get this bad? Does it have to go this bad? <laughs> Don't need to do this. Who's real out here? Who's real? All right, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. Uh, we have a, mid, a married teacher from a viral back-to-school rap video has been arrested for getting her back blown out by a high school student. Or as we call it, grape. All right, this is grape or sexual assault. All right, here we go right here. Of course, there's some music in it, but uh, I don't, we're not going to play the music part of it. But uh, there she is right there. And she, this is the teacher. And she's in a viral rap video. And she's doing the, okay, lean with it, rock with it. lean. Okay, so now... Here's the uh, here's the thing. Former Monroe High School teacher is being charged by Doherty County School System Police Department with two counts of sexual assault by persons with supervisory and disciplinary authority. Now, many of you may know Mrs. Williams from her viral back to school rap video that WALB aired in our good news segment back in 2020. In the last hour, we received a statement from the Doherty County School System that reads in part, quote, the charges were filed as the result of an investigation into allegations of an inappropriate relationship with the student. Last week, Williams resigned her position in lieu of termination by the Doherty County School Board of Education, end quote. If Williams is found guilty of those charges, she could potentially be facing one to 20 years in prison. Brand new year. Uh, one to 20 years. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? She's a Lily Lint licker. How much you want to bet? I'll bet you, hold on for a second. I'll bet you a steak dinner that the student was a Lily Lint licker. But y'all don't see it. Uh, or maybe we call him, we call him a, we call him a lick em low lover. But anyway, it's <laughs> just, all right, here we go right here. Um, was it a ninja? Let me see. Let me see. Um, it says a high school student. I'm thinking it's a Lily Lint liquor. That's what I'm thinking. What you want to think? Well, she's married. Still might be a Lily Lint liquor. <laughs> but look, take a look at the background right here. There's a bunch of young straggle daggles in the back. 
All right, but anyway, <laughs> I'd say this with all due respect. Um, it, This is not a slur, by the way. It is. One of 20 for being a lick em low lover. This is crazy, man. Yo, the world crazy. The world is filled with pimps and hoes. Yeah, she was married, but that don't mean she can't be a Lily Lint licker. All right. She, I mean, it to me, to me, I know, you know, I've I've seen this happen. You know what I mean? I know a lot of I know some married women. They're married to men. And they are looking low lover. Somebody said, read the comments. Well, what happened? <laughs> right, did we go right here? Protect young black boys. How don't even did they even say it was a boy? Uh seems like I'm they didn't even say it's a boy. We're just assuming. We're assuming, but no, man, that's crazy, man. I would, I'll be damned if I'm going to prison for no 20 years. All right, let's get back to it. Straggle and Snickle Theater, a cluster of syphilis cases prompts the CDC's concern. Oh, wait till you hear this story. It said her father. Oh, it said her father. It did. Somebody said it said her father. Okay. All right, there it is right there. It said her father. All right, we'll go with it. Um, here it is right here. I syphilis. Oh man, I already know, man. This is gonna be I syphilis. Okay, let's figure this out. A cluster of ocular <laughs> How do you get syphilis in your eye? Well, let's see. Splash. 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 This sounds like sounds like somebody got the total package facial. You got eye syphilis. Uh, skeet, skeet, skeet. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. So let, let's let's trace out what this story's talking about, man. Send this shit, by the way. <laughs> A cluster of ocular presentations of syphilis has experts questioning whether this real form suggests the bacteria has mutated, according to the CDC. All right. New, 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 new world order. Uh, with the incidences of syphilis infections in women increasing in the United States, experts are asking clinicians to be on the lookout for an unusual ocular presentation. This is the first time such a cluster has been reported in the United States. The International Society for Infectious Diseases posted on ProMed. Five women in southwest Michigan who had a common male sexual partner develop syphilis infections in their eye. No new cases have been found related to these five cases after the women and the man received medical care. One ninja, 80-20 rule, y'all, 80-20 rule. One man, five women. <laughs> when we talk about the 80-20 rule, when we talk about this, it is real. It took one man to skeet in five women's eyes. And they made a whole thing. This is crazy, man. These women out here all riding the same Johnson. <laughs> Hookup culture is wild. All right. They all kissed the Cyclops. Pause. If left untreated, the bacterium can infect the eyes, ears, and the central nervous system. Yeah. The women identified as non-Hispanic white. What did I tell you? <laughs> I'll tell you the white women. All right. The women identified, all five of them were non-Hispanic white, and their ages are 40 to 60 years old. To wrap you in, my warm embrace, 
And I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. <laughs> These old skeezers. <laughs> These old skeezers. 40 to 65 got eye chlamydia. Oh, man. You know it was a ninja. Ninja, ninja, ninja. Definitely ninja banking these old turkey necks. You know it's a brother. Man almighty. One ninja got the one-eyed cobra <laughs> with the granny. We was just talking about this yesterday. You know damn for sure it's a ninja. And if they don't mention his race in the article, it was a ninja. Damn, ninja. All right, hold on for a second. It says they were diagnosed with early stage syphilis and all were hospitalized and treated with intravenous penicillin. Routes of sexual exposure among the women. <laughs> okay. Routes. This is graphic. This is a family show. Routes of sexual exposure among the women included anal 40%, oral 40%, and vaginal 100%. These some nasty some of my. That ninja was. Yeah, that brother's starving. One ninja, he put banana in a tailpipe in two out of five of them women. He all went in the pudussy and they, four, two out of five, dropped that neck. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> ah, man, this shit wild, fam. It's a it, man. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world. We hey, live and in. here's the deal, man. Hey, old women be out here getting they pounded. They be getting pounded. The common male sex partner they all met online was found to have earlier latent syphilis, but never developed ocular syphilis. Met them all online. This ninja in his online ism pimp game Mac eighty twenty rule. Hi yi yi. All right, it is uh, it is not the eye that are being exposed, okay? Rather, it is an ocular presentation brought about by symptomatic infections carried through the bloodstream after intercourse, explains Mr. Dr. Uh, Nettleton. All right, it says right here, if we screen, identify, and treat the syphilis promptly, we can prevent systematic manifestations. All right, let me see here. The five women presented with various symptoms. Multiple attempts to contact the male partner by telephone and text were made by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, but he did not respond. All right, he was out of there. Yeah, all, no condom, none of them, no condom. It says right here, uh, they reviewed the man's electronic health record and discovered he had sought out care at a hospital emergency department in January of 2022 with ulcerative Penile and anal lesions. Oh my God! Listen, all for it. Oh, the humanity. Woo. This is a family show. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> this is despicable out here. What? In oh, the humanity. This is what hookup culture is going, man, boy. Is anybody else? just over this hookup And what culture. do I tell you? These women get a STI scare and they get scared straight. I bet you they're going to start looking for something serious. They're going to be looking for a guy to marry now. They're going to be like, and that's you. 
<laughs> he said the breakout monkey. All right, I got to read this because this is a this is an educational show. This is for educational purposes only. You know what I mean? This is for entertainment purposes only. Purposes. He okay, right here. It says right here he he sought care at a hospital emergency department in January twenty second second January twenty twenty two for ulcerative penile and anal lesions. What is that? I don't even know what that is. What that mean? What the hell is that? I don't even want to find out. <laughs> I don't even want to find out. He reported having multiple female sex partners during the previous 12 months, but declined to disclose their identities. He reported no male or no transgender sexual contact. So he's all, that's what he says right there. And eventually he agreed to be evaluated and uh, was found to have early latent syphilis and was treated with penicillin. Cases of syphilis have been soaring in the United States in the reaching year. Uh, in the recent years, reaching a 70-year high. Woo-wee, man, boy, what a world we live in today. Man almighty. All right, that's it for Straggle and Stiggle Theater, man. Wow. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. All right, protect yourselves out here, man. It's kind of cold out here. These women are out here sharing, sharing men out here. So, you know what I mean? And then when they look, I always tell you, and Black Ram 313 told you, relationships are breaks from the cock carousel. Relationships are for women. Relationship, Black Ram 313. Relationships for women are breaks from the cock carousel. <laughs> They're just breaks. So what they'll do is they'll go out there at 304, whole well, they'll get a scare, pregnancy, anal lesions, pause, banana tailpipe, drop in neck. All right, they'll get a scare. They take their saggy booties back and they'll be like, I'm just looking for a relationship. The beta male police says the Dominican Republic Juco is always litty. I'll be there pronto. Enjoy. Protect yourself. Stiliano, 43-year-old coach and never been married. Free agent lifestyle. Shout out to you, man. You dodged a bullet, man. Never get too curious. By the way, we do have a woman today who has been married for over 40 years. She's going to tell you, don't get married. My brother. Macaroni Tony, he says, thanks for always breaking bread with us. Shout out to you. My brother, Sam, says, Coach, I'm in law, and everything you say is correct. The most thorough work I've ever read on attaining sovereignty is a book called The Red Amendment. It was referred to me by some judges, and these judges definitely know what the law is, man. They are not dumb. All right, The Red Amendment. I'm going to actually put that on my to-read list uh, because, yeah, man, you got, let me see here. I'm going to, I didn't, it didn't come up. All right. Let me see. Did it come up? Okay. It did come up. I got it right here. I'm going to put that on my to read list because this is serious business, man. Um, you know, I'm also, I'm always scared when I see, uh, things applied that they consider fair in law, things applied to things. And I'm like, boy, they are really bringing in forms of tyranny out here. Hate to be doom and gloom, but tyranny is real. All right. And they prey on the ignorant. All right. Somebody said, I, predict, I predicted a super STD to reset dating. I did. I did. I did predict it. I said, there's going to be, I did predict that. You're right. That's in my prediction. I said, if there's going to be a super STD, things will reset. Nothing scares a woman like STDs. 
or STIs, they call them, just for stigma. Nothing, nothing scares them. Like they'll, they'll straighten up real quick. A woman get the itchy scratchy, they'll straighten up. They'll get into a relationship real fast. He says they'll dummy up and forget the law. Yeah, and people give up their rights so easily. It's crazy. I'm always concerned. That's the first thing I look at. When people give up their rights, I'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> that, there, nothing makes me look at people weird when they just be like, yeah. And what one thing makes people give up their rights? Let's see if you guys are here. Let's see if you guys got it. What one thing? There's one thing that makes people give up their right real quick. What one thing? I got a 10-second delay on my stream, so I'm going to keep repeating it. When you watch the playback, you're like, they're saying it, coach. But um, there's one thing that would make people give up their rights really fast. All right, and I see it, and I'm like, damn, y'all weirdos, man. <laughs> y'all so weirdos. Anyway, uh, he said free stuff. Tony says fear. Leo K says fear. You guys got it. Fear. Security. Yep. Fear will give you protection if you give up your rights. You'd be like, shit. Yep, scared. Uncertainty, fear. That makes people give up their rights. He said kids. <laughs> well, emergency. Yep, you guys got it. Emergency. Fear, safety, security. I guess that's four things. But it's all it's all it's all together. Soon as soon as that happens, ninja, y'all act like <laughs> You're like, whoa. I was like, wow. People give it up real quick. I'm going to die? Oh, hell no. I'll give up all my rights. It's weird, man. And I saw that in 2020. And by the way, if you think I'm brand new to that subject matter, man, I was all preaching in 2020. I was like, what are y'all doing? I was holding up the uh, Constitution. I was like, what are y'all doing? I was like, they can't do what they're doing. Y'all ninja still was doing it. Coach, you going to die. I don't know if you know, people were wishing I was going to die in, t- in 2020 and 2021. I wish my streams were still up. I took them down. But in 2020, when I was doing YouTube streams, they was like, coach, you going to die. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was talking, facing it. I was like, no, I'm not, bro. I'm, I'm going to be fine. Man, you crazy, man. You crazy. You going outside? I was traveling. I went to Maui. I went to Philadelphia. All right, I was just going. I was like, ain't nobody at the airport. I'm getting on. So, yeah, it was actually weird. I was like, y'all really giving y'all rights up, man. I was like, y'all bizarre to me. All right, I'd never. Me, I'd never. (laughs) Right? I like them little four rights that I got. Anyway. (laughs) I never even caught it. I never had COVID the entire time. I never caught it. And Ninjas was up there. Who remembers that? They was like, man, you going to die. What's going to happen? I was was calling it what? Face condom? I was like, y'all putting that face condom on, huh? You going to (laughs) die. I was at the titty bar, did you? I was banging chicks. Did you? I was like, hey, this is great. All right, shout out to Kaylin. Says, I agree with Cameron Diaz. When she said we should normalize sleeping in separate beds, she basically admitted she's a lazy lover who doesn't want to have sex with her husband, which is most women are. That's how they are anyway. He says, what's the benefit of being in bed with a woman if there's no sex? That's actually a fact. I don't get that. I don't get that at all. They'd be like, yeah, we just going to sleep together. And your booty going to be in my bed? Oh, no, I'm poking on that. Okay. Poking. <laughs> I'm poking that body. All right, ladies, do not get in my bed. I, I think it's offensive for a woman to get in my bed and not 
give me no sex. Now, I get it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I don't want none. I'd be like, I don't want none. But at least offer. At least offer. You want some? You want some? All right. Yeah. Okay. Let me get some. Oh, you don't want none? Okay. But y'all be sleeping in the same bed for 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 days and weeks and months not getting no punani. Man, that don't make no damn sense. That don't make no damn sense. Anyway, he says, I'm leaving here with something. All right, especially when I don't live with the woman. She going to hop in my bed. Oh, can we can we just cuddle? Can we just hold? Can we just hold me? Oh, no, it's you. You disrespecting. All right, you go. You going to give me something. All right. If you ain't giving me nothing, you getting the hell up out of here. Go home. <laughs> Farting on you. I had this Brazilian chick come over, and uh, we had planned to hang out, did the whole damn thing. And it's been a long time since a woman did this to me. So I was looking at her like, are you crazy? We did the whole thing, planned it, met up, went to go get something to eat, came back, talked, kicked it. And then all of a sudden, she went in there, oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm on my period. Ninja, I was like, you too old for this shit. You way too old. I was like, you got to go. Get out. Get out. There ain't no way in hell. You way too old. I could tell, man, man, maybe if you was 19 or 20, you was in your 30s pulling this bullshit. You got to go. Get out. Anyway, <laughs> I ain't hanging out. You should have told me that. And that was the last time I talked to her. You ain't getting no more attention from me. All right. Remember, check out your boy, Alan Roger Curry. He broke this down. Well, you know, rest in peace to Alan Roger Curry. He broke this time down. Know the difference between sexual attention and non-sexual attention. Sexual attention and non-sexual attention. Both of these are big, powerful resources. Now, if I'm giving you attention, more than likely it's sexual attention, right? So I don't mind giving you this attention if I'm going to give it back, right? This is, this is what I'm looking to get back. But if I'm giving you attention and getting no sexual attention back, it's, I'm wasting my time. Anyway. All right, you not, do not give away your sexual, don't give away your non-sexual attention. Don't give it away. That's cost. You're going to have to, that costs you, baby. That's going to cost you. Do not give free attention, free set. <laughs> no free non-sexual attention. For instance, like we're friends and we're going to go out for a friendship. Now, if I've already poked on you, that's a whole different story, right? Because I might have poked on you and we, you know, crossed that bridge. We hooked up, but, but we, that's different. But if you're trying to lead with that and you're trying to get her there and you frivolously give away non-sexual attention, you're a fool. Shout out to Mo One, the creator, Alan Roger Curry. And rest in peace to him. He re I think he died this year or last year. But no, not yeah. You, there has to be a transactional reciprocation you have to be able to say or you have to be up front and say there's not like for instance you know you're saying you know for the men who are don't understand because you might be young because you know young people typically do this stuff the young woman is doesn't know she missed she confused she misguided and undecided but for young men you'll think giving up non-sexual attention will get you into sexual attention right so you'll get friend-zoned, and you'll talk, and you'll do these things, and you'll go on date. You'll be a shoulder to cry on and all these things. For young men, I'm going to tell you, do not put up with this shit. Know what you're giving up because there's, there's a guy 
giving her no attention and she dropping that neck on him. So she's in the usury. You must distinguish and establish what the basis of the relationship is. I'm looking to have a future sexual relationship with you. You have to have this agreement up front. You can't just leave it up to her to interpret because she's going to she gonna be in denial. She's going to have plausible deniability. So I didn't realize. I thought we were good. I thought you were good just hanging out. Oh, no. No, 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 no. In the recent future, the near future, I'm going to want to test them guts. Now. <laughs> in the near future, I'm going to want to test those guts. If, in fact, if, in fact, this is not your intention, I'm going to take my intentions elsewhere. What are your intentions? So then she might be able to tell you why well, I have no intentions. Okay. I, I, let's wait a while before it's too late. Give me a month. Give me a week. Give me six months. I, I normally don't hook up until the first 90 days. All right. You have to get this established. I don't have a, I don't ever going to get no sex to you. So then you could just what? You could just go ahead and keep it moving. Or you can decide to give her non-sexual attention for free, which you're a moron for doing. You're a moron. Let's say she says, I'm waiting to get married. If you want to marry her and you have intentions on marrying her, not just to sleep with her, but you want to marry her, you'll say, okay, we're on the same page. But this is important, even if you're a monk or not. Because women at the job will use you. They'll use you. And, and what they're doing is the part of the manipulation is, the part of the manipulation is they'll use you and then act like they didn't know what your intentions were. Well, I didn't realize, which is a lie, which is manipulation. They all should know. Any man talk, any, every woman I talk to, I either want them guts or I had them guts or I ain't got no interest at all for the most part. And you'll find, you'll know if I ain't got no interest because I barely ain't going to do nothing to even engage with you. You're going to be, it's all going to be your engagement. You're going to be engaging, engaging, engaging. I ain't going to chase you down at all. So get this understood up front or you're going to get used. And if you do this long enough and you don't make your intentions known up front and you get used, it's going to be your fault. So don't fall for this. Young men do not open their mouths easy enough. You think, guys, the nice guy routine is not going to get you no puss. The nice guy routine is not getting you no punani. Not in 2024. 2024 ninjas in a couple of days. That nice guy shit is for the birds. Now, if you're religious or something like that, then you have something to overcome as well. You're religious. You're both in the church, all right? You're looking to hold. You're, you're looking to be celebrated until married. Okay, that's a whole different story. As long as you agree, hey, I'm going to be virgin or I'm going to be celibate until married. Okay, that's an agreement. But do not get used out here. All right, shout out to our brother, Derek Thompson, says, Merry Christmas, Coast. Fire shows lately. Tell these young guys, um, tell these young guns not giving a ish with these women out here with some basic money. You can get it. I think I messed it up. He says it's not the 90s, LOL. I'm going to see if I can read it. Tell these young guns not giving a ish with these. I think you meant women out here with some basic money. You can get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could get it now. It's You can get it how you need to get it. And I wouldn't even go to no CD bullshit. You could get it. Um, back in the day, you had to jump through the hurricane. Man, I'm telling you, man, just get a little bit of money. Look, a little bit. Just a little bit. It ain't taking, you don't even, back in the day, you had to buy a house to get some punani. <laughs> you had to buy a nice car. You don't even need that no more. Just pull up. 
Just pull up. All right, anyway, just pull up, settle up, get squared up. All right, here we go right here. Oh, I see. I see who this guy is, Loner Stoner. He was the guy that asked about sexualizing on the red pill. He says, I spent $521.63 on OnlyFans in 2020 because I was lonely. I don't know if he's trolling now. JC says, the semen bandit has struck again. All right. No, man, he left out a word. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Somebody said Chronicles of Judah said that. Said what? I don't know what you, what he said. All right. I might have said something that he said, but I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Um, anyway, Deshaun Rose says, you want some? That's hilarious, but I wish. You want some? Yep. No, nah, man. They need to come to bed. You you need to look, establish the rules. Establish the rules. He says one ninja, uh, the tenth man says one ninja to rule them all, one ninja to find them. And uh um 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 you guys gotta establish what the relationship is. Like I, I think guys where you're messing up because I think this comes from scarcity. Scarcity. Scarcity is your enemy. The white people call it, the white red pillars call it one-itis. One-itis. Scarcity is your enemy. And that's in life. That's in life, not just with women. Scarcity is your enemy. Meaning that if you are, if you are have a lack of food, you're going to be desperate. If you have a lack of food, you're going to be desperate. Right? You're going to start doing things and you don't have the money. You're going to start becoming desperate. If you have a lack of, uh, you know, uh, shelter, you're going to be desperate. You'll take anything. If your money ain't right and you're trying to live a certain lifestyle, you're going to be desperate. If you're broke and you're dating, you're going to be desperate. You're going to do stupid shit. You're going to be out here dating old women, soggy neck. Now, if you got a fetish, that's one thing. You're going to be dating women you claim are your preference. Get some money and then tell me what your preference is. Your preference is going to probably change with some money. You're not going to be with these slop-a-lops because you have money and reputation and status. You can't afford it. And you can't afford to be with slop-a-lops. If you have scarcity with women, you cannot stand what they call, you can't hold masculine frame. You cannot stand up to them. So you can say, listen, you need, we need to get your intentions out here. I'm not about wasting my time. What, what is this about? Let, let's, get it, let's get it out on the table. If she acting dumb, say, well, this is my expectations. If she's still acting dumb, get rid of their ass. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> scarcity is your enemy. So if you're, when you're young, scarcity works against you. So that's, that's kind of what the point of it is. Right? That's what the point of it is. So anyway, don't be so scarce. Don't act like and don't operate with scarcity. Let's see here. What are we doing here? Men always want to challenge me on that big woman stuff, too. I'm like, nah. Let's get in here. Next segment is called In These Streets. All right. In These Streets. Okay, so we got a woman here who is a born-again Christian. Shout out to her. She's a born-again Christian. She's also saying she's a celibate, and I think she might be suggesting that she was waiting for marriage to have sex. She probably already had sex, but now she's older and she's doing it. She's going to talk about, and again, this is going to confirm a lot of things that I tell you about. Women watch prawn. They watch prawn, guys. Let's see her. 
I am someone who used to watch porn. I haven't watched porn since 2018. And I love that I haven't. It was a struggle for me. I'll reveal to you guys. I, I discovered porn when I was a child. My mom's boyfriend had it. And so I consumed porn all as a teenager, as a young adult. And when I became a believer, I believed that pornography was keeping me and helping me abstain, like helping me wait, kind of. Help me not, you know, wow. like try and like wait on my husband by like feeding this appetite in a way that wasn't interactive. But there was this point where I realized like, it, it was just numbing me what we were talking about right the images the lack of like regard and sacredness and sacrosanct of of bodies and just seeing people as parts and all that other stuff and in 2018 clear as day holy spirit was like don't do it again all right that's the hardly initiated that's the second time that means i cannot share any more of their videos without payment or acknowledge them from me right you gotta acknowledge me acknowledge me yeah don't think I'm going to just be out here sharing your videos. That was an accident. All right. But anyway, um, in this one, there's a this is a repackaged Punani. She's talking about as recent as 2018. But this woman is definitely in her 40s. All right. So she's talking about her walk with the Lord. And yeah, bro, this woman's in her 40s. So she's a repackaged lukewarm Christian. Now she got the Christ symbol on her neck. The symbol of execution of the of the cheese. Okay, so here we go right here. All right, so here we go. She's now saying she was a prawn addict, and she started when she was a teenager. See, here's the thing, man. Not only a teenager, a minor. So these are the things we're looking at and talking about, guys. Um, we have to understand that women are exposed to sex way earlier, almost most earlier than men. Now, we are aroused by it, and we might overconsume it and all these things, but today... We got to drop the idea that women don't know. Oh, what? Sex, huh? And this is another example of it. Now, I'm not saying all women are exposed to it, but I'm saying today the good old virtuous woman where she's just clean and don't know and naive and dumb and what is gone. That ship is sailed. Women are exposed to it. They're pleasuring themselves. Um, if you cross the threshold of mid-30s, you guys know. Go to a woman's house. Open, go to, go to her bed, sit next to one side of the bed, whatever side she sleeps on. Go ahead and sit next to that. Sit next to her dresser, uh, her uh, nightstand. Sit next to her nightstand and act like you're going to open up one of those drawers. You ain't going to see, you're going to see this woman spaz out. She going to spaz the hell out. Why? You're going to see so many sex toys creams gels lubes usb cords batteries vibrators rabbits bullets throttling you're gonna see some shit you're gonna see some serious shit as they said in back to the future you're gonna see some of the craziest shit you ever seen bbc dale nose long ones wide ones short ones stubby ones it's gonna be a damn catastrophe you're gonna look like you walked into the sex store now, and the thing that you have to then ask yourself is, first of all, when you see this, you're going to be like, I don't know what I'm going to do to pleasure you tonight. I'm definitely not going to live up to any expectations to what's in that drawer. Whatever you got in that drawer, I ain't got between my legs. Now, they do this, and they act dumb when it comes to sex. Huh, what? Oh, and then they'll call you nasty and shit. All right. Now, I live with women, and I know they watch prawn because I know one of my female roommates, we used to swap prawn. She was like, you got some new prawn? <laughs> she used to come to my door before she went to sleep. I need to rub one out real quick. 
and I'm tired of my old nasty prawn collection. So, yep, handcuffs. Like, the days of where the woman's innocent, they're, they're gone. That ship is sailed. They all know how to touch themselves. Like, there's, you know, some of the JUCOs that I mess with. They be like, let's go get some toys. They be introducing me to shit. They be like, you got one of these? I be like, nah, I ain't want one of these. She like, put this around, yo. I be like, hold up for a second. <laughs> they know what's up. They know what's up. They are exposed to it. And so this is an example. A church woman, mind you, repackaged her punani, who also said, yes, I'm going to be, I'm going to abstain from sex, but she pleasures herself. She touched herself. Anywhere she want to. All right, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So these people have much interest in sex as you, but they leverage the sex. They leverage it with their ignorance. They leverage it to get things, and they leverage you with a duty to perform. They get you to jump on one foot. They get you to come hurry up. They get you to help them move furniture. This is what they do, and they can turn it off and on. Like, see, we can't turn that shit off and on. They can. And then they can be like, well, for, and, and here's the truth. You want to know a truth? This is a hard truth, especially when we're talking about older women. This is going to rock the boat a little bit. Most women are really not pleasured by men. There's a video about this. I didn't know. This is a family show. But this woman's describing, it's a leanling describing all of the nine orgasms a woman can have. Women are very, very difficult to please, especially, and, and, and guys are going to say, I don't care about pleasing them. Okay, listen, that's not a part of the conversation. All right, but I understand your point. You just want to get in there with your five strokes. All right, cool. cool. You're not going to get invited over that much. All right, but you might not care because you have an abundance of fat women to bang. All right, go ahead. But women are hard to please. Most of the time, a woman, a man's with a woman, you're not doing anything to her. This is the sad part about it. If you think you're doing something to her, you're not. Now, she's acting and she's oochie owing. She's telling you. She's encouraging you. You go, boy. <laughs> you go, boy. You do it. Oh, you so good. You did so wonderful. You did so wonderful. You were so good. Good for you. But you're not doing nothing. You ain't done nothing, especially if you just going in there and poke her peaches that you're not doing anything. And, you know, if you don't have any equipment, you're not doing anything. If you're just sitting around there with the missionary sweating on top of her, pushing and shoving, you're not really doing anything. All right. Their, their body is a little more complex and complicated. Now, some women who are tight, there might be waiting for you only and you're the only one. They get a satisfaction of you being satisfied, right? Um, sometimes you're doing something if you if you kind of know or if they have an experience. Right. Which is another thing. Some women come to you and they're you know, this is when you this is why this is another reason why men tend to deal with younger women. Right. Men tend to deal with younger women for this reason. If you ever mess with older women, you're really not doing nothing for them. You're really not doing nothing. They already kind of been there, done that. If they've been married and divorced and they've been married for an extended period of time and they have marital sex. Guys, you're not really doing nothing. I mean, it's a sad part, right? They they just leveraging kind of the sex that they're giving you. And then after a while, an older woman is like, so what are we? They're trying to rush you to the relationship. 
They're trying to rush you to the relationship. They 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 really ain't got finished off. They know they know what to do to finish them off. They did been desensitized mentally and physically. So they know how to get off. And if they really if they really wanted to hurt your feelings, they'd be like, all right, ho, move to the side. Open that drawer right there. Get that thing right there. Get that thing out there. And some guys will be like, oh man, well, is this not enough? Then you'll open that drawer and you'll find out it's not enough. <laughs> right? <laughs> she got a whole thing down there, Ninja, that she needs to happen. And she needs to be in a mental space and place to do it. Some women need to be like, okay, did you finish? Okay, good. Touch me here. Do this. Hold it right, hold it right there. <laughs> like there's a lot going on here. Young women different because um, young women are uh, depending on, I mean, there's some real 304s out here. So young women typically are going to have a different experience with it. They're just learning. So it's going to be different. Going to be different, man. So anyway, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. But a lot of guys, if you look up sexual satisfaction of women, they're frustrated sexually. They're frustrated for a variety of reasons. One of them is if you're trying and you think uh, pounding her is going to make it happen, uh, just a small percentage of women like that type of thing and are aroused by it. Some women like sensuality. Some women like it to be closer. Some women like to have it face down ass up. You just got to know the difference. But even then, they cannot be reached because you ninjas – can't really last that long. If you're going less than five minutes, you ain't done nothing, bro. You ain't done nothing. Just as a means to explain. If you're going, let's just put it down. If you're going less than three women, minutes, you've done zero. Zip. You ain't even got her wound up yet. Less than, th- yeah. For, stop watching prawn. That prawn shit is what, that's that's the that's for you. Stop with all that prawn stuff. That's ridiculous. The pile driver and ish. If you're less than three women minutes, forget it, bro. You ain't done nothing to that woman. If you're now, now and then and consequently, if you're one of these guys for 35 minutes, 40 minutes, she pretty much done. Right? She pretty much done. Most of the time. Most women are kind of 35 minutes is too long. There's a happy medium. There's a happy medium. Once you get past the half hour, 45 minutes, you're like, hold on, let me see. And you're trying to think of somebody. Once you get to that 35, 40, 45, 50 hour, <laughs> she's like, oh, my Lord, hurry up. What do you need me to do? Hold on, let me fix. All right, anyway, so anyway, that's the problem with it. But now, the re- why am I telling you this? Not to be, Not to be a shock jock. Why am I telling you this? Well, he said, what's optimal? It depends on the woman. You'll know. You'll know. Every woman's, oh, by the way, every woman's different. They're all not the same. And then it depends on how confident she is, too, how secure she is. Um, but um, every woman's different. You just got to find out where that zone is. You got to figure it out. Maybe she'll tell you. Maybe she, but you can't depend on her telling you because they're not going to tell you. Women don't really tell you. So it's better for you to kind of figure it out. You'll know. But here's, here's the part of it. If you're planning on getting married, if you're planning on getting married, one thing I'm going to tell you is you're almost not ever going to pleasure your wife. And you better know that going in. 
One of the reasons why they dry up in the bed for you, one of the reasons, that, but there's many, is because you're not doing anything in there. <laughs> you're not doing anything. And that's what's going to dry her up. She's going to be like, this is, she's getting nothing out of it. So it's, you, you better be a guy that, like, I don't care when it comes to it. Because if you're going to go in there, it's crazy. But, yeah, women respond, respond to a variety of stimuli. Like, some want to be spanked. Some want their hair pulled. Some want you to choke. Some want you to be close. Some want you to be a, 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 a star. Some want to go short, you know, short sessions, multiple rounds. Some women just want to get it over with and get what they need and go to sleep. Um, it's a weird thing. But anyway, these things, man, it's, it's kind of weird. But the reason why I'm telling you this is that women use sex not just for your their pleasure. So this is one thing that's going to screw with your head. If you think that if you're watching, if, if you think and for the inexperienced or the people, if you're thinking women should react like the women in the prawn movies, you're going you're gonna to be messed up. You're going to be messed up. That's not how it works. <laughs> if a woman's doing that shit with me in the bed, I'm going to just be like, do you really want to be here? Or do you really want to be here? Like, don't try to play to my ego. <laughs> right? Don't try to play to my ego. Is she doing all the screaming and all of this stuff? That's acting. She's acting. That's not how it, that, that, that's not how, she's not, she's acting for you. So, you know. Just be careful with that because that could ruin your ego or help your ego. If you don't mind the acting, that's fine. But, you know, don't, don't, don't act when you up in here. All right, anyway, enough about that. Enough about that. Anyway, but they be acting. Women will act. And, guys, I'm going to tell you one more thing. If you think you're daddy long stroke and women don't act on you, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Um. Women are not always aroused when they're giving you intimacy, especially if it's uh, uh, um, consistent. Like if, if, she, if you're having like um, just an example, if you're with her in bed and you're ha let's just say uh, you take a calendar month and you've had sex 20 times that month. I guarantee you she was only into it two to three times of those 20 out of 30 days. She was probably only into it two to three times. The rest of the time she was acting. <laughs> That, I'm a, that's a hard truth. So even if you're the best, even if your equipment is the best, she acting the mo most of the time. She like, let me give it to him. Let me, I want him to be close to me. This is how he gets close to me. This is how I get cuddles out of him. This is how I get money out of him. This is how I keep him from being upset. This is how I keep him um, interested in me. This is how I keep him from not cheating on me. This is how I say sorry to him. This is how I. <laughs> yeah. So that's the truth. This is how I manipulate him. This is how I get him to think I love him. Yeah, man. This is how I get him to wash the dishes. But anyway, it's crazy. There's a whole complex thing going down there in between their legs. Uh, anyway. And for, for me, I'm here to teach them how to work your equipment. Because I could, anyway, that's the 52-point inspection. All right, let's get back to the show. Oh, I guess this is the segment. I guess I won't be clipping this one out. 
Oh, by the way, don't let it be a blow to your ego, guys. Don't let it be a blow to your ego. If she's not satisfying you, but she's around and giving you access, hell with it. All right. Some of them don't even know how they stuff be yet. They, yeah, they do it to Maygard. Uh, anyway, check this one. Speaking of manipulation, speaking of manipulation, this is uh, this is woman's going to confirm what I was talking about, about women gathering information. Check this video out. Here we go. I'm a diagnosed sociopath and this is how I seduce people. When I first meet people, I get them to tell me everything about themselves. I tell them nothing about me. People love mystery and they also love talking about themselves. Once I know enough about them, I become very passionate about their hobbies, their goals, their dreams, everything. With enough information, I can be anyone's soulmate. Women don't compliment men very often. So when I do this, this often gets them hooked. I make sure every time that they talk to me, they get a very good feeling. I love bump through texts and calls and I make sure that I'm dressed perfectly whenever I meet them. Once once I've got them hooked, then I start playing the hot and cold game. Be warned at this point, you might develop some stalkers. I once accidentally dumped a guy on his birthday and he proceeded to park outside my house for the entire evening and he wouldn't leave. All right, so the last part, the last part I don't care about. The part that I want to pull out here, pull out, is the fact that she just said what I told you about women do. What am I doing? I'm trying to I'm trying to get information from you so I can figure out how to manipulate you. I ask questions to prevent you from asking me questions. Didn't I say that? I said that this week. I said that this week. And maybe it was last week. I said, man, when women ask you questions, one of the things they're doing is preventing you from asking her questions. So this is where it is. And you know, this this person here is telling you things that you're when you're dealing with women in public, they're gonna tell you, no, I'm not doing this. But that's how they work. They're they're this is how they work. But they'll never tell you this up front. Now, I'll tell them they're doing this before I'll let her tell me she's doing it. I know what you're doing on me. And then I'll play the whole, hey, let me. Let, let, me, let me get away from these things. This is a no job interview. Let, you came here to have fun, didn't you? All right, you need another drink. Let, you know, you got to move away from these type of information gathering ceremonies because then you have to have her invest into you. If she's trying to cheat the system and invest as little as she can, meaning she don't give you time, body, opportunities to impress her multiple times, right, or whatever it is to get... If if she if she's just saying, I'm going to get in there quick, get in, get out, get in, get out, all right, get as much information, get out, all right? If you're allowing her to do that, then eventually she, you're going to find out that it, you're playing the losing game. So let me play it again. This confirms what I'm talking about. When women ask you questions, there's a real intent behind them, not because she's curious, not because she wants to get to know you, is that she can investigate you and figure out what works and manipulate. Yeah. Diagnosed sociopath, and this is how I seduce people. When I first meet people, I get them to tell me everything about themselves. There it is. I get them to tell me everything about themselves. So what do you do, and where did you grow up, and what is your sign, and when were you born, and what's your birthday? What, what's your birthday? Okay, now these key things, these key things are going to give her so much access to research you, it's ridiculous. Where did you grow up? Do you have a pet? <laughs> What's your pet's name? Okay. What's your birthday? What's your astrology sign? That is, 
Guys, that much information can get you looked up. That can get you that she can register a uh, uh, a Gmail with that information in your name. She might be able to register a credit card. Okay. She might be able to get a credit card, Ninja. You know what I mean? Like, I've been telling you that this was the situation for a long time. But yeah, he says you're right again. This is very, very crafty. And then at the end, and at the end of it, you'll find that she's, yeah, I'm a good listener, right? She's hitting you with these questions. Bang, bang, bang. Before you can answer the question, she got another question. Now, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, I couldn't do this and remember it, but she remembers it. You'll meet up with, up with her three weeks later. And she's like, I remember your favorite color is blue. I remember you were an Aquarius. I remember, I remember you went to here at middle school. I remember your dog's name. She'll remember all of that shit. She'll remember all of it. And you won't remember nothing about her. And she'll say, you don't remember when I told you that? I'll be like, no. She can't understand it. Why don't you remember? Because we're just trying to get some pussy. <laughs> we ain't trying to unlock the door. We're trying to unlock her legs. She's trying to unlock who you are. What do you do for a living? Where did you go to college? And she'll hit you with these 20 questions. Oh, she's really interested in me. We're having a good conversation. <laughs> and there was a guy in here challenged me. He challenged me on this. I said, if a woman asks you what you do, what do you do for a living? And the first two to three questions, Ninja, this is the wrong woman. She's, she's a low-level conversation. But he was like, no, she's just creating conversation. I said, no, she's not. She's investigating you. Sure enough, when she gets home, because look, you ever hear a woman debrief another woman on a date? She'll go on a date. She'll come back to another woman. How was the date? Oh, my God, girl, we had so much fun. He's a doctor. He's studying medicine. Oh, he was born on the same day as my brother. On the same year as my dog. She'll tell all of this shit. She'll tell everything to this person, to the other woman. Really? Oh, man. And he went to, he, 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 he grew up in the same Midwestern town as me. And then they'll really, it's all they got to do is get on Google. And he lived in this side of town. He lived in this apartment complex. It's a color blue. And they up there on the computer, Ninja. She got enough to look your motherfucking ass up. Now, for me, yep, he's a lawyer. Oh, what? He's a lawyer? Let's go to that website. There's a website. You can type in a job title. You can type in a job title, the firm. Yo, punk ass gave her the firm, the location, all of that shit. And she could type that shit up. And they'll pull it up. Boom. Now, if you do her wrong, she'll be able to find your monkey ass based on the information you gave him. And here's a bad one. Here's a bad one. You know what a bad question is? You know when she really researching you? I'm going to see. Are there ladies in the house? Are there women in the house? Let me know if there's any women here. I'm going to tell you. Your antennas should perk up if she asks this question. If she asks, and by the way, while she's asking you these questions, you're not asking questions back. Because you're just in the field. Oh, she's talking to me. What question, ladies, are you here? If she asks this question, you better be cautious. You better be, yeah, there goes Miss Joy. 
All right, there's the other ladies in here. Seven's in here. If she asks you this question, you better be freaking concerned. Here we go right here. The question is, what's your middle name? At that point, you need to shut that shit down. Shut it down. Shut this operation down. Do not give her no further information. It's a wrap. All right. Shut the operation down. She the CIA at that point. She the CIA. (laughs) What's your middle name? End the conversation. Do whatever you need to do to move forward. Okay. We out of the question asking conversation now. We, we not answering no more questions, you bitch, right here. No more questions. You bitch, you bitch. She's, she's really researching you now, Ninja. What she, yeah, she a NSA Homeland Security bitch. All right, at that point, you better, man, dude, she's now really going down deep in the investigation, Ninja. Man, what's hey, what's your middle name? What's your middle name? Oh, I don't like my middle name. Uh, nobody ever calls me my middle name. I'll call you your middle name. All right. Uh, I just want to know. Nah, nah, baby. I ain't gonna tell you. Uh, just tell me. I just want to know. All right. It's Don Travius. All right. Don Travius. She's like Don Travius. Is that spelled with two Y's and two T's and a one N? What is there? Is a T in there? Don Travius. Is it Don? Travius, all right. Who was it named after? Who's a oh my grandfather name was Don Travius. She's like, oh my God, cha-ching. She's sitting up there really. All right. Grandfather Don Travius. Are you a junior or the third? Or what are do you are you, is your father named Don Travius too? Does he have that middle tape? Oh, so you're a junior. So you're the third. Ninja. Oh my lord, she got your bucket. She like. Writing all this shit down, right? Greg Dontravius. She got your last name, monkey-ass ninja. The third. That's all I needed, all right? He grew up in he grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> ninja, she go ahead and, man, she trying to have babies with your ass. All she need is them last four digits to your social security number. If she can get the last four digits to the social security, ninja, she... She going to get pregnant on you, Ninja. She definitely going to let you skeet in her guts. Rosky. <laughs> All right, man, look. I'm trying to educate you young guys. Do not give that broad no more information. She on the list. All right, but you guys don't, you guys don't want to believe me. <laughs> right? She background checking your ass. She going to order a background check on your monkey ass. Absolutely. I tell them nothing about me. People love mystery and they also love talking about themselves. Once I know enough about them, I become very passionate about their hobbies, their goals, their dreams, everything. So there you go right there. So now she's going to manipulate, seduce. All right. Oh, you like the Raiders? I like the Raiders. You like to shoot guns? I like to shoot guns. All right. You like to fly kites? I like to fly kites. All right. This is a tactic. It's a tactic. This is not by coincidence. With enough information, I can be anyone's soulmate. Women don't compliment men very often. So when I do this, this often gets them hooked. I there you go. So women don't compliment men very often. When this does, it gets them hooked. Now, you might think she's making this up, but she's not lying. 
when a woman starts complimenting me, I'll be looking at her ass like, hold on for a second, like, wait. Wait a minute. Who are Nothing you? Nothing gets my senses up when a woman compliments me over and over again. I'll be like, what do you want? <laughs> what the? Because I know I ain't all that. Like, come on. And uh, foreign women do this a lot. Foreign women, that's what they do. Uh, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Foreign women, because they lack, you know, there's a communication barrier. And when you travel, watch out for this shit. That's what they're going to use. Va, va, boom. And, oh, I can feel the love. And, oh, you're handsome. You smell so good. Oh, my God. I feel a connection. I love you. You're so handsome. Oh, your beard. Oh, my God. Your muscles. Look at you. Oh, daddy. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, honey cakes, cupcakes, sweetie pie. Watch out, bro. <laughs> this is how they get you to foreign women, man, because they lack they're 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 they lacking communication. So they realize, let me hit your ego. Here it is, right here. Yeah, let me hit your ego. <laughs> I miss you so much, so much, very much. <laughs> Look at the face. I've been thinking about you, yeah. Every day I think of you. I think of you every day. You only me, only me. I love you. Only me. Only me. Only you. Only me. Only me. Yep, she got him. Okay. Oh, babe, man, only me? It's only me and you? You're the only man I mess with. Never. Yeah, mm. Hey, man, just don't believe this shit. <laughs> don't believe this shit, bruh. She, she hit your ass fast. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, just understand it, man. Just understand it. Uh, by the way, you're, let's just say you're like, like, man, I don't believe this. Just believe it eight times out of ten, and you're going to be good. You're not going to get taken advantage of. You're not going to get taken advantage of. All right, let me see if she has anything more to add. Sure, every time that they talk to me, they get a very good feeling. I love bomb through texts and calls, and I make sure that I'm dressed perfectly whenever I meet them. Once I've got them hooked, then I start playing the hot and cold game. Wow, so I got you hooked. Now I stay play, play the hot and cold. Manipulation. Warned at this point, you might develop some stalkers. I once accidentally dumped a guy. All right, so who cares about this part? All right, let's go to the next video here. This woman here is going to say, this this. I think this is a woman. This is exactly why I just stay the F away. Women are terrible people. Okay, here we go right here. And she's responding. Nah, laughing my ass off. The only reason why male friendships last longer is because they don't hold each other accountable and are very passive. Okay, let's see what we have here. I 100% disagree. And I'm about to tell you exactly the fuck why I disagree. Oh. Male friendships last longer because they don't give a fuck about shit that does not matter. And prime example, I'm going to tell you why I stand on my statement that women are terrible people and they lie to themselves about shit that makes them happy. Oh. Prime example, a woman will like a man. She know this man ain't shit worth nothing. This nigga got like 20, 10, 12 kids, 50 baby mamas type shit. But because she like him, she's going to tell him, I can change him. I can do better. I can better myself. I can I can make him love me. I can get him another baby. He's going to love my baby way better than more than he love his other kids. Knowing this bitch knows she delusional and she lying to herself because she wants the shit to sound good because she don't want to feel guilty about doing some shit that she knows not good for her in the first place. 
That same analogy goes back to friendships. Bitches will be friends with bitches based off the benefits that they can get from them being their friends. And Ooh, okay, so let me, this is why I played the clip. Is because the things that I describe that women do to men, they also do to other women. They also do to other women. Now, they all encourage you and hit your ego, but they also do this to the other women. Hence, this is why you don't see them having strong relationships where they actually trust and um, uh, trust each other. They're very mistrusting of each other because they know they can manipulate each other. Now, when it comes to men, we all forget that shit. They don't, they don't manipulate me, though. Yes, they do. They manipulate each other, man. So this is not just exclusive. When I talk about when women treat how treat, women treat men, it's not just exclusive to how uh, because because we're men. No, it's that's how they treat each other. That's how they do each other. There's two facing it, backstabbing, all of that shit. So they're doing these tricks to not just men, but to other women. They don't be judging their friends based off them being their friends. They judge them off of the things that they can get from them. Women don't know how to differentiate their, their relationships. They don't know how to have regular platonic-ass relationships because they always involve their emotions into everything. You can literally just say, answer the phone, and the bitch would be like, oh, she acting funny today. She got attitude. Bitch, I just had a bad day yesterday. I'm depressed. I fucking rent high, gas high as fuck. My son need diapers. Like, what the fuck? Like, wh what do you mean? And it's literally like we don't get a break from friendships because a bitch always have a problem with something. It's like you literally cannot make it. It's always like I'm a terrible friend or I need to show up for this or you need me for this. Women are needy as fuck and I'm just not the girl that can sit up there and be friends with a bitch that constantly needs me because I need to be there for myself. Now, see, again, this is a one of an, an example of they do this to men, but they do it to women as well. Like if, a, if a, two women start as friends. Most of the time, something happened. It was happenstance. They, 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 they were friends because of location, proximity. They were friends because they were in a class together. They were friends because of a trauma bond. They have a tra common issue, a common trauma issue. They'll bond over that. Or it all starts with a joke um, where, where they put another woman down or perhaps another man, but most of the time another woman. Uh, two strange women sitting next to each other can become good friends for a short period of time just by one leaning over and say, Look at this bitch. And they're friends. They're friends. This bitch got some nerve, don't you? Look at her. Look at her with her saggy booty ass. And I don't know why she thinks she'd be, look good in that dress. And then the other one, I was thinking the same thing. You're so much like it. We're so much like each other. I met, I met my perfect match. That fast, they've attached to each other. That fast. Over a, uh, a crack, a joke about somebody. Or, damn, my teacher hates me. He hates me too. Trauma bond. Friends. Yeah, the toxic fin. friends. Just like that. So now what's going to happen is, and trust me, listen, I've, I've done many, many years of this investigation, meaning I work with women exclusively. I've seen this way too many times. This relationship is going to end in a disaster. Disaster. Similarly, similarly to their relationships with men. It'll start with something like that. You know, some emotional connection, some sort of bonding, trauma bonding or something like that. I can fix them type shit. And then those relationships are going to go up in flames. It's going to go up in flames. So eventually what will happen is, and this is how women ruin relationships. I'll tell you how men do it, but how women ruin relationships and how they get you and how I know a relationship is going to get ruined is on day one, y'all immediately converge. Then what will happen is 
Women, friends with women, they'll share everything. They'll share their deepest, darkest secrets. They'll tell you uh, that they killed a person and buried them in the backyard. They'll tell you how they screwed over a man. They'll tell you how they drugged their ex-husband through divorce court and finessed him for child support. They're going to tell everything. They're going to be blah, 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 blah. First three days. And they'll be, they'll be attached to each other at the hip. They'll be calling each other, texting each other all day. Blah, 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 blah. I stole money from my work, the work coffers. You know what I mean? She going to go crazy. They're going to tear, they're going to tell each other's friends. And they'll be immediately besties. Now, this relationship is going to be in fuego. Or maybe they tell each other, I cheated on my husband. Or I mean, it's going to be something like this. I'm a whore. And oh, I'm a whore too. So, but what happen is, all it's going to take, similar to the relationships to men, all it's going to take is another woman to come into that relationship. Because they have attachment issues, like she's even acknowledging. Because they immediately bond trauma, whole bond, whatever you want to call it, religious bond, hater bond. Because they immediately attach, another woman's going to come in, He's that, that either was a friend of one of them already, or there's a new friend that comes into town. It's a wrap. They because women in the first week will start uh uh swip, switching up shoes. They'll start wearing each other's shoes, wearing each other's clothes. Let me borrow them jeans. Oh, girl, you look good in these jeans. They meet in one day, second day, they trying on each other's clothes, right? And so then they got clothes over here and shoes over there, and it's all of that shit. Now, three months later, here come enter the other person. Here comes the new woman. One of them friends start hanging out with that new woman. It's a wrap. Here goes the competition. There goes the competition. Now they're going to do what? Oh, hell no. You cutting into my friend? This is my friend. Okay, I thought we were besties. Okay, and you know all three of them are going to be talking head shit behind each other's back. Now here's where the crux is. Or an attractive man. Here's where the crux is. This is where the relationship is going to blow up. Here's where the relationship's going to blow up. When one person feels ostracized, the sixth toe, right? The fifth wheel. What's going to happen is all of their dirty laundry, all of their secrets that women tend to blabbermouth about early on in the friendship one person is going to tell the other person, the, the new person, or the over here, do you know this bitch cheat on her husband? Rap. Ninja, now it's on like Donkey Kong because all that needs to happen is the other unloyal woman tell the other woman, she said you cheat on your husband. World War Three. New, 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 new world order. It's on. Now, this is when you know they weren't friends. They just had an attachment, an unhealthy attachment to each other. They bonded trauma-wise or hater-wise because now it's revenge time now. Oh, you told my secret? I told, We pinky swore that we wouldn't tell. Now you told? Okay, I got some secrets about you and blah, 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 blah. The damn dumb broke. Now it's on because they blabber miles. And you got to just sit back, grab the popcorn. <laughs> this is about to be good. This is about to be good. But this is how they bond with people. So when, when this is why I always tell men, do not 
take it personal how women treat you. Why? One of the secrets is women treat each other just as shitty as they treat us. Mm. Women treat each other just as shitty as they treat us. It's not because we're men. It's because we're gullible and naive. It's because they can use sex to get us. That's how they can really hook us. They can't do that with women, so they got to be extra manipulative and catty. All right? But they treat each other just as shitty as they treat us. Right? It's crazy. It's crazy. And this is no exaggeration, brothers. These women, they'll they'll be all three frenemies. They'll go across to Mexico in Cancun, and one of them bitches will end up dead, left behind, in the dirt, beat up, black eye, stranded. <laughs> all right. Yeah, ninja. It ain't no game. It ain't no game. So you got to watch out for them, man. This is it's, it's one of those things. And that, so for me, I don't take it personal. I'm like, I don't take women. Like, first of all, I don't take them seriously other than I know what they're going to do. But you can never take them seriously because you don't know where it's coming from. And you're, or you can also always, because I always, but we're good and we're moral and we're loyal and we, we love. <laughs> right. Okay, that's nice. You got to get this out of them for like 50 years. All right. So anyway. A lot of men are great friends because they do something that's so simple. They show up. And when I say show up, I'm not talking about just physically they're informed. You literally will have a bitch that will be friends with you. She feels the type of way about you. She don't fucking like you. But this bitch will not stop being friends with you because she literally just wants to know your business. Wow. Man, she's spilling the beans. So we say this. Women can live with you and be emotionally divorced to you. And then. Five years later, say, I've never loved you. I haven't loved you in eight years. You're like, why you? Been, why were you here? Well, safety, security. I can get info out of you. Um, I can hate on you, sabotage you. I mean, this is the truth. She's not lying, bro. The vindictive way that women can be in the way that they think and that we are strategic thinkers and we think out everything before the shit even happened. This bitch already done put in her head. Why she not going to like you for showing up to that dinner? And it ain't even got nothing to do with you showing up to that dinner. It's really from five years ago, but she can't speak on that shit because she really worried. Like, you feel me? She's too fucked up in her head to even say how she really feel. So she making about something that's not really not. They don't never want to put their feelings out there and let the shit be known. It's always some sugar coating ass shit or always have to be something else to it. I just don't like the fact that women don't stand on what the fuck they say. It's Somebody says she's betraying her sisterhood. Tell me why. Why do you think she's doing this? For men to know? Why do you think she's saying what she's saying? Because people are like, oh, well, if you don't believe women, why would you believe this? First of all, I know she's saying it's true. So I'm not just going to believe her because I want to believe her because she validates my feelings. What she's saying is true. Why do you think she's saying this? And there's one freaking reason why she's saying this? And it's pretty common and clear. And you can hear by the cadence and her, the way she's speaking. Okay. <laughs> he says somebody did her dirty. She venting. Yep. She's emotional. She's venting. She's emotional. She just experienced this. Like, right. People kind of blame this on, blame me for this. It's not for attention. She's doing this because she just got played and did dirty. She just got did dirty. She just got beat. She just got manipulated. She just got in a cat fight. She, she's so, it's so obvious. She ain't even took the towel off her head. She said, I'm going straight to record. <laughs> I'm going to record. Somebody just did her dirty. Yep. That's all that's happening. 
All right. So now she done put it out there. Now, now afterwards, she might consider taking it down, but somebody already screened it. Uh, what do you call it? Duetted it. So she could delete it. Now she just got did dirty. That's all. All right. Yep. She bitter and hurt. She got she got played. All right, here we go. Kind of like even if they don't feel what that person feel, because everybody else going with it, that bitch gonna go with it too. Just like when a group of bitches don't like you. It's always a main character and a friend. And because that bitch don't like me, the rest of the bitches don't like me, but they really want to be my friend. Like all the shit combines to women being terrible people. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And somebody said she'll regret it tomorrow. She'll regret it tomorrow and delete it. But what she did was she told the truth. And then somebody duetted it. So it's, it's forever now. Now I've shared it. Now I'm like, yep. Now I've been trying to tell y'all. So. If she didn't have these just recent experiences, she wouldn't win up. She wouldn't have went off like that. But you could tell by her cadence. She's going. Blah, 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 blah. All right. So she's telling the truth. All right. In these streets here, we got to get to this figure right here. Let me see here. In these streets. How many more clips do I got? Okay. Uh, one more. This woman here. Check out this eclectic individual. Wow. My goodness. Check her out right here. All right. Look at this woman. All right. Look at these colors, man. Jesus. All right, even her hair is okay. All right, I give it an A for effort. All right, you know she about to tell the truth. All right, this old ass broad. All right, what 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 she got to say? She's gonna tell you. There's okay. She says. All right, she says. What is the benefit of marriage? What is the benefit of marriage? All right, here we go. It's the benefits of marriage. I think these days there is no benefit. Why get married if you're gonna have children? Sometimes for tax reasons. You and your husband, when did you get together? I was 15. He was 16. That must have been 1955. We got married in 1962. I am a fierce monogamous. One man, all those years. We get along really well since my son grew up. We don't actually live together. He's a scientist. He got his PhD from MIT. Oh. Smart, smart guy. And he's very obsessed about what he does. I'm very obsessed with what I do. He lives in Cambridge. I live in London. Sometimes he comes to me. Sometimes I go there. We'll have maybe a week or two weeks together. We never get on each other's nerves and by the time we have our time together we really miss each other and we enjoy the time is that your secret to keep in oh. these days you can have a great relationship that lasts a long, long time you don't have to get married and what really bewilders me is young people who say this is my day i want it to be special they'll spend tens of thousands of pounds on a wedding how long are you going to be married anyway you're probably going to get divorced in a year oh. i'm very cynical about young people in marriage Oh, oh, uh oh, hey, I'm gonna give it to her, man. I'm gonna give it to her here. You know, we can't believe all women uh, just because they validate our true feelings here. But here, this is tough. She's very cynical about people, young people in marriage. Uh oh. Did she tell too much? She said, we don't live together. It's better that we're apart. It makes the relationship last. If we're up under each other, we'll probably get up under, uh, uh, out of, uh, uh, get get on these people's nerves. Yes, could they be having other sex partners? I'm sure. Could he be over there at the junior college? Yes, pro probably. She says she's a serial monogamous. I mean, she's she's a monogamous, extreme monogamous. She's like, yeah, it's only him, only Herbert. But she's like, there's no benefits to getting married. She's like, today, there's no benefits. Then she even went on to the fact that spending all that money for a wedding is ridiculous. You're going to get divorced in a year anyway. Mm. Mm. But of course, what about love? He says she's too old to lie. Yeah, she's like, bro, I piss on myself at night. I piss on myself walking down the stairs. I ain't got to lie <laughs> right here. And uh, there it is right there. 
the keys to making things survive. Now, did she really say, she said we love each other, we adore her. I think she said we more appreciate each other's time. But she's like, man, all that other stuff, man, y'all out here bugging. There's no benefits to marriage. Wow. Use the money for your life. Think ahead. But anyway, I'm just an old lady. Who's going to listen to me? What is the benefit of marriage? I think these days there is no benefit. Wow. Sheesh. There is no benefit today. That could be a show all by itself. Many people have done that show for Red Pill. Today, there's no benefit. Who believes her? Like, she's saving people with this information. You got to ask, what is the benefit? Then she said, if you want to have kids, okay. Okay, you want to have kids. Let's see what her answer is related to that. Why get married if you're going to have children? Sometimes for tax reasons. You and your husband. Oh, they had to shut that shit down. (laughs) They had to shut it down. But so it's for tax reasons. So I got to give her a little bit of credit here for uh, this particular video. Yeah. Yeah. Is she going to get canceled? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she don't even know what cancel means. She's like, I'm going to get canceled. What does that mean? Canceled? Old people can't get canceled. (laughs) Right? Old people don't have jobs that depends on them being in the system. They're like, what you going to cancel me from? What? I'm retired. They already got mattress money. They already got $930,000 in savings. They like, cancel? Anyway, man, it's a business, so don't let them lie to you, man. All right, let me do one more, and I'm going to get to these. Um, uh, You know what? Let me save it, and I'm going to get to the Super Chats. Acknowledge the brothers, man. I'm going to acknowledge the brothers, indeed. Yeah, where is it? Acknowledge me. All right. Shout out to the 10th man. He says, "Run nin- one ninja to rule them all, one ninja to find them. That was earlier from today. Shout out to you. What do we got here? He said 933 confirmed liquid. All right. They not worried about all that shit. Where we at are here? Macaroni Tony, any last bit of hope for marriage in Western society was ruined after you dropped that promo on how they sometimes feel like a child. The eight-year-old child? Oh, shit, man. I was done on that. No government name SD. He says your set about how bad women are to each other was hilarious. It is known fact that a random group of men will be best friends from a, after a bachelor party, and at least one bridesmaid will be kicked out of the wedding by the end of that bachelorette party. Oh, yeah. Oh, by, and, and, and they talking shit about her the whole bachelorette party into the wedding, right, into the wedding day. They got her pinned. And another, another bit of information here. This is another bit of game. And, and I, I talked about this in the... um. In the episode, uh, The Cheerleader Effect. If you see a group of women, that group is fractured. Now, what they'll do is they'll act like, ooh, just girls just want to have fun. They'll look like a unit. They'll look like a team. They'll look like they all together. They'll have the same uniform, the same look, the same hairstyle, the same makeup. But you think they all going to support each other. Man, you could drop something in that group and watch them implode. They are fractured already. There's already dissension in the ranks. There's already backbiting, backstabbing. So let's just say you happen upon a group of five women. Them five women aren't in unison. That's a weak-ass group. They weak. 
You can go in there and fracture that shit up real quick. Right? If you know something, you can do it. But they are fractured, man. You cannot have more than three women together and then be in unison, in lockstep. Mm-mm. <laughs> so you can play that to your favor if you just wanted to be out here having fun. All right, but they are fractured. Them hyenas, they ready to, yeah, man, it's wild. Shout out to Caitlin says, women lie to other women because they can't take criticism. This may come as a shock to men, but women are, are in no way perfect. Yeah. Like the whole thing about trusting women, I'm like, how? Dude, you can't even, they don't even trust themselves. How? Now, I know I don't trust no men. I don't trust men, especially if I'm a, bring, hey, man, watch my girl. <laughs> right? Watch my girl. I'll be back after a couple of days. He probably going to fuck her. All right, it is what it is. And I would have known it. I'd be like, damn, I should have known. But you guys are all in these situations here where you trust them. I'm like, you're crazy. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? That is some of the dumbest. Dude, the Bible then told you don't do no stupid shit like that. They got so many parables. Ninja history tells us not to do it. And it ain't mean because they're, it ain't because you're trying to be bad. But, man, I don't never trust no woman. <laughs> Ever. Like, it, this was before I was red pill. Never trust no woman. Are right, you know they up to some no good ass shit. Oh, man, please. You give them a couple of minutes to think about it. Man, no way. All right, uh, what are we doing here? No way. And here's the very one of the reasons. I'm going to tell you, here's one of the reasons why you never trust them. Because people have to know why. People have to know why. I'm going to tell you something. If a man walked up to you with a three-piece suit, dressed to the nine, his hair all gelled and slicked over, he had the nice line cut, all right, he had the tie, he had the tie, he, he was dressed to the nine, his shoes was waxed, all of that shit. And he walked up, he was like, hey, brother, trust me. Trust me, you can trust me. Would you trust him? Like, that is basically, don't trust this motherfucker. He got the don't trust me uniform on. He's wearing clothes to make you more think he's trustworthy. Oh, he got a three-piece suit. His shoes are clean. Why did he dress up so he can look more trustworthy? Then he asked for trust up front. Please. That guy's not going to get any of my trust. I'm not going to trust that guy. Because he's making too big of an effort. And then he's asking for trust for no other reason but to trust them. You see what I mean? Now, just change the gender. Change it to a woman. She's dressed up, makeup, hair pretty, pretty, smelling good. First couple of weeks, oh, you should trust me. (laughs) No. Trust is earned over a long period of time. The benefits of you trusting her is that she gets the investment up front. She's going to get everything she needs until it is apparent that you cannot trust her. By the time you figure out you can't trust her, she already got what she needs. Switch it back to the man. Oh, man, you can trust me, brother. I'm going to give you a good deal on my automobile. Sit right here. And then by the time you leave, by the time you figure out you cannot trust him, Ninja, you done signed your name on a dotted line. They got the money. They off with the commission. And then it's over. They're like, ah, I don't need you to trust me no more. I already got my commission check. So <laughs> the benefit that women get with trust up front is that because they can get all the everything they need. They can get the dinners, attention, non-sexual attention. They can get sexed up. They can get money, 
Uh, they could get travels and trips and marriage and kids and houses and cars, clothes and shoes, the cars, the loot. They could get all that shit. Then they could be untrustworthy and they'd be like, well, you should have trust me, you jackass. All right. And now they run off and get they got their bag and ran. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> it's pretty simple. They're like, well, I guess you don't trust me no more. Well, I guess that sucks for you. All right, here we go right here. Frey out says, greeting coach. I tried to look up the red, look up the free agent lifestyle. I'll figure that out later. <laughs> Y'all got me promoting somebody else's book. All right, here we go. Uh, what are we doing here? Shout out to, all right, I got that brother and I ruined his last super chat, so. We got, uh, let's see here, a couple more. Deshaun Rose says, I got that one already. The emperor, the emperor says, hey, coach, do you think a civil war will happen in America? They are making lots of movies about what may take place in the future, in the near future. Uh, yes, they could be, yes. New, 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 new world order. Um, but, you know, it would not end well for whoever is the opposing force in the fracture. Uh, but they're definitely, um, whoever they are, uh, they're, they definitely would benefit from a civil war, right? We get more control, more martial law. Um, and you know, we get people, uh, imprisoned and no, you kind of saw that with the January 6th thing, whatever you believe on that one, that was kind of a small example of what could happen. And I think people have been treated unfairly justice in the justice system related to this. And people have blown it out of proportion significantly. And, uh, they've used this particular event to, you know, institute certain things and prevent people from running. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's bizarre. I mean, I look at it and I'm saying, this is bizarre. And uh, if you're a history person, you're going to see that. Um, I'm untrusting of, I, the more I see today's events, the more I mistrust history in the past, the more I mistrust what I've been told about events of the past. Right? Because today, if you open the history book today, and that history book talked about events that happened in the last two years, you're going to see some of the most misrepresented history you've ever read in your life. Right? You're going to see the most bizarre history book you've ever seen. And it's going to be written from one side, which that's what's history. It's history. You're going to hear about insurrections and summer of love and and, and, and Black Lives Matter and, and civil rights and shit, you're going to be like, <laughs> you're going to look at her and be like, hold up, hold the fuck up. This didn't happen that way. So now I see it because I can see how it's reported and how it's manipulated on social media who get banned and shadow banned and censored and deplatformed for saying shit, right? Don't talk about Epstein. They sent out a memo. Don't talk about that. They sent out a memo about Ukraine. Don't talk about that. As soon as you want to talk about it. Uh, don't talk about rigged election. Don't talk about that. Right? <laughs> so, so, so you're like, wait a minute. So you just censored one side. You presented your history. Ninja. You can't, bruh. So the more I see that, the more I look at all of history and say, I simply know nothing. And I know a lot. I, I know nothing. Uh, really, nobody knows anything. This is a disgrace. So I'm like, man, please. This is, this is your red pill. That's your red pill. The women aren't the red pill. They're part of it. But your red pill is to understand, boy, you've been lied to like crazy, fam. <laughs> like nuts. 
Yep, history is written by the victors. I'll be sitting looking at shit like there's no freaking way. Uh Oh, here's another way they'll do it. Here's, Here's another way they'll do it. They'll say, and they know stuff is, they already know stuff the way it's, you know what I mean? Like they know people don't know. So they'll report on this day, November 22nd, 1963, remember JFK, uh, Daily Plaza, Daily Plaza, Dallas, Texas. On this day, Lee Harvey Oswald from the fifth floor of the book depository shot three times, didn't miss. All right. He definitely, or he missed the first shot. He struck Governor Conley and then he hit, uh, he got shot in the neck. Um, he was killed the next day by Jack Ruby and uh, and the Warren Commission said the magic bullet was the one that killed him. In the story, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, forever this day, the the lone assassin, loner, uh, Kurt. And you're sitting there like. <laughs> y'all like y'all still reporting this shit, huh? Y'all still reporting this shit. Now, you know, good and damn well, there's a lot of things that are in question about what you're reporting, you jackass. <laughs> I'm looking like, y'all really, y'all really, that's how you're going to do it? You ain't going to say side note, asterisk, possibility, conspiracy, nothing. Nothing. You're running with it, bro. The ninja wasn't even tried. He was deleted before the trial. Like, bro, I'm sitting there like, you're going to do that, huh? And they'll do it. Right in front of your own damn face. With nothing you can do about it. Not a damn thing. <laughs> and you're like, there's no doubt. All right, we running with it, right? Oh, this is a fact, huh? Okay, got it. <laughs> Jesus. And this is too much. This is too much to question there. But they'll never question it. They'll act like it didn't happen. Oh, question what? I don't know. We don't talk about that. Read the teleprompter, right? So it's 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 one of these things that you look and go, they're still just going to just let that thing slide through and then just keep telling it to you that way. To you, to you. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he didn't hit a couple of shots. I'm pretty sure he popped a couple of shots, but there's a greater there is already known. People have all these people that said, yeah, they did it and they did it and they did it and they did it. So we know that. So. Why are they still reporting it that way? Well. That's when you got to figure out. You got to take your red pill. <laughs> you got to take your red pill. Because the minute you come up in here and say, hold up, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying there was one bullet? Guess what? Oh, we got to watch him. Conspiracy theorist, this guy. Oh, man, you're a weirdo. The Warren Commission literally said, see, then you're a weirdo. Oh, we don't. Yeah. You know, don't don't rock the boat. Just go along with it. It's it was it was fifty years ago. Come on. <laughs> now you're now you're the guy. Now you're that guy. So again, and he dead anyway, so it is what it is. And we proceeded to get LBJ in there. He signed the Civil Rights Act. The black community has never been the same again. So So again, it's kind of like one of those things. That's why then I see what how the media reports things that I just witnessed in 2020. I was there. I was literally watching it. And what I will find is that they will completely misrepresent that event and report it just like that. And I'll be like, (laughs) 
I'm like, you can't be serious. Y'all can't be serious. But guess what? What can you do? Nothing. Because the minute you be like, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Summer of love, I think not. There were pallets of bricks. And ninjas burning, looting, and murdering. We ain't going to talk about that, though. Yes, I'm one of those guys. Shut up. Uncle Tom, you sell out. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like one of those things. I'm like, well, okay, I guess that's how people get intimidated out of the, out of the truth. Just like that. I'm going to call you name and shame you. You're, what are you talking about? That's despicable. Despicable. You'll sell out, right? That, like, it's like weird. I mean, I think this is weird, bro. I'm like, that's how the, that's how the misrepresentation continues to go. Because the current events are, are you're bullied if you have the alternative opinion. <laughs> Because you saw what you saw. Y'all didn't see them bricks on the pallet? No? I saw it. <laughs> All right, talk about T.D. Jakes, man. I'm waiting for more. I'm waiting for more on T.D. Jakes. Let me, let me stop with this nonsense before YouTube be like, what the hell? Shout out to JC says, Coach, the women speaking about Pron is Essence Atkins. She was on Tia Mari's little brother show called The Smart Guy. I believe she's about 51 years old. All right, she's 51 years old. MC Hamster, my woman, used to uh, use the property appraiser's website on me. Wow. Your woman used the property appraiser's website. So was she an appraiser? Is she had access to data? She typed in your address and boom. Yeah, because uh, you could be a real estate agent. You could date a real estate agent or a psychologist. They'll use stuff against you. Um, if you ever go on a date with a psychologist, don't say nothing. <laughs> they're psychoanalyzing you. And they're kind of manipulating you too. Any psychologist in the building, this is definitely going on, right? They're, um, um, you're going with a therapist or a therapist or a psychologist or something like that. Dude, they're psychoanalyzing you. Everything you say is put in their little, little textbooks and they're coming out here diagnosing your monkey ass. All right, so watch out. And they playing you like a fool. They playing you like a fool. NS says, keep representing, coach. He says, well done. Shout out to you here. Thank you for the co-sponsorship. All right, Strife XL says, I know two women who are no longer friends because one woman confided to her friend about her ex of four years. The same friend married her ex. Boom. <laughs> Boom. That's wild. That is wild. All right, two more things here. We're almost at the main event because I got to get got. I got to get done. Not get got. I got to get done. All right, I got a time. I got a time crunch. Let's speed through this one here. Broke Hollywood, apparently. This is Jennifer Love Hewitt. All right, caught lacking. This is allegedly Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wowzers. All right, looking like a Oompa Loompa. And there was something that came out about her. If you guys don't know who Jennifer Love Hewitt is, well, she's one of these white girls that they make famous until they turn, like, 25, and then they're useless. Kind of the Harvey Weinstein thing. They'll find a new one. They'll find a new woman next year. You you, you cool? All right, you cool for now. You sexy for now. You hot for now. You drop neck on Harvey Weinstein. Then there's another one. Then you got to promise her a role, and then you're longer forgotten. But this must have been a rough night for Jenner for Love Hewitt. All right, and uh, so you can see here, scrolling down here, uh, man, this is wild. Now, I think they must have called her lacking, man. I, this can't be. Maybe this is her mama. This is her mama because I looked up her Instagram, and it doesn't look like that. 
But there is some uh, situations here. Situations. Where's the Instagram at? Here it is. I looked up her IG and I was like, man, is this true? All right. So here it is. This is her IG. I don't know where that photo came from, but it did cause some controversy. Now, one thing I did notice from her IG is she takes all her photos cropped off at the neck or the titty. So now let me just scroll down. All her photos are cropped. Oh, wait a minute. Y'all can't see it. All her photos are cropped at the neck, which does give you an indication that she hiding something. All right. This is definitely, if I see this on a dating app, all right, I'm like, wait a minute. Let me see that tummy. You see this? All of her photos, all of her videos cropped at the neck. So there's something going on here. You see this? There's another one, another one there. All right, little tummy in there, maybe. All right, another one cropped at the neck. She literally hiding behind coffee and goodies. She literally hiding. All right. So, you know, it doesn't look as bad. There's her and her mammy uh, kind of cut off there. All cropped at the neck. There's another one. There's another one right there. And there's another one. She's pregnant. So maybe possibly she was pregnant at the time. Yeah, there it is right there. Bump picture. So, yeah, that might have been what it was. All right. So there it is right there. Uh, But whatever that picture was, they call her ass lacking. Now, it went viral. It went viral. And she had to respond. Oh, she was angry. You wouldn't like her when she's angry. Where's the story about it? Where's the story about it? All right. Here it is. Uh, Nope, that ain't it. Uh, The story right here. Jennifer Love Hewitt calls out aging in Hollywood after being labeled unrecognizable in filtered photos. All right, so not only was that horrible photo out here, all right, not only was this horrible photo released, this definitely on a trash day on a Sunday. This is what your wives look like when you get married, by the way. All right, this is what you see. Well, she says right here, it's dangerous, I think, to say that women, say to women, you can't look like you're not 22 to me anymore because I don't know how to take that. The actress said in a recent podcast appearance, calling out aging in Hollywood and her frustration with aging. It says right here, a bunch of people were like, Jennifer Love Hewitt is unrecognizable. And then another place was like, she's unrecognizable and or. So she's gone to filters because she doesn't want us to know she's aging as bad. And she actually looks like she's in her 40s now. Um, And I was like, this is crazy. Right, that looks better, but that's because she has makeup. Now, for the young men, the young men, I'm going to show you something here. I'm going to show you what men in my age group grew up with, with Jennifer Love Hewitt. All right, so this is why, and she's a tiny little thing, little, she's a little muskrat. All right, let me, let me show you what we remember of Jennifer Love Hewitt. All right, this is kind of like the same thing as, um, uh, as y'all ninja that got a Love Jones for Nia Long. All right, Jennifer Love Hewitt was always this girl to us. You know, you guys, and this was in the 90s. She, this was in the 90s when she was an underage 21-year-old. She probably was old as hell in this movie. But this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. So we now think of Leah, Nia Long and all of these people as they were in 1996. All right. But this was a foldable with a nice little pair of juggies. Yeah, she's five foot two. Yeah, it makes sense. You can tell she's a tiny person. All right. Meaning that she's, you know, petite. You can tell by just her her dimensions. But uh, this was Jennifer Love Hewitt. And a lot of guys grew up with a little crush with her little push up, her little water bra there. Right. This is what we remember. I know what you did last summer. So to see her, you know, fall apart and, you know, all of this stuff right here to see her end up like this, you got to say. Man, if this is actually her, the wall is undefeated. Yeah. 
the wall is undefeated. If you could start, you could start there in life, boy, God be help. God be blessing women, man. God be blessing women with a good ass head start. <laughs> All right. God be like, uh, we're going to give you everything. Nature, mother nature giveth, father time taketh away. By the way, I said that first, but people have said something similar, so I can't take complete credit for it. All right, but mother nature giveth, father time taketh away. All right, but here it is right there, man. If you started off like this, how it started, and then you go, how it ended. Sheesh. Damn, mother nature don't play, ninja. Mother nature's cruel. <laughs> Mother nature is cruel. All right, man, I'll tell you, man, that's a hell of a head start in life. Sometimes they get slop a lot. Let's go to the next story real quickly here. Whitney Port admits she had $35,000 of credit card debt when she got engaged to her husband, Tim Rossenman. Tim Rossenman. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, so it says Whitney Port. I don't even know who this is, but I thought it was interesting. Is looking back on the moment she told uh, now husband Tim about her significant credit card debt. When I got engaged, I remember having like 35,000 racks credit card bill. I had known, wait, I had known about it for a while and I was letting it rack up and was just paying essentially the interest each month at age, uh, port age 38 admitted during Wednesday's uh, appearance on money rehab podcast. The, I don't even know who she is, but she's a, on a TV show or was on a TV show, The Hills, she added that her debt felt like a huge secret that she was really ashamed of. However, she knew she needed to tell Rossenman, 42, the truth. I told him one night, and he was definitely shocked, but he was like, we'll figure it out. Port recalled, I remember at the time, luckily, being able to pay it off quickly. Port noted that when she started to make money in her early 20s from her reality TV career, she hadn't yet learned how to manage money and all of that stuff. All right, and so there it is right there. Guys, this could happen to men and women. Uh-oh, damn. All right, she looking, all right, all right, she looking like a nice piece of chicken cutlet, all right? Flatback supreme, well, flatbacks for sure. And all right, she might be kind of the A-cup brigade too, all right? Sloppy yogurt for sure. Shout out to the sloppy, yeah, she definitely sloppy yogurt. All right, yeah. Soft, soft, S-A-W-F-T, soft. All right, yeah, you got to pay attention, man. Yeah, he paid it off. She didn't pay off a damn thing. Broke Hollywood, apparently. This is a story the that I Taraji, to share. you had the audacity. Hey, 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 shut up. Uh, this is a story I have to share about Taraji P. Henson. Henson says she may quit acting over payment and treatment in Hollywood. All right, we got to show this right here because... She lost her emotions here. Fair use. Let me go ahead and play it. Your team is getting 30% or whatever your team is. All right. Wait, wait. Let me go back. Let me go back. Here we go right here. And I heard on the street, Taraji, you had the audacity to just say you're thinking about getting, stopping acting. We said, stop talking. Hmm. Are you thinking about it? Um, mm. Uh-oh. Yeah, man. It's a cold, cold world. Yeah. I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do, getting paid a fraction of the cost. I'm tired of hearing my sister say the same thing over and over. Um, oh, okay. I get tired. I hear people go, you work a lot. Yeah. Oh, she said. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. 
I am sexy. Um, yeah, man. Uh, there's only so many times you can play the same character over and over again. Yeah. Also, Hollywood is trippy like that, man. Entertainment is not the not what you they make it to be here. All right, and so they do get screwed over many times and and all of that stuff. This is the truth. We'll have to. The math ain't mathing. And when you start working a lot. Now, the reason why you're hearing this as well is that the economy is effed up, right? And so they do have um, obligations and bills and these things. But what's happening is since the economy is crushing everyone, it's even crushing rich people because uh, she's going to talk about it. She has a team and the support system and the salary. And so when people get demonetized on YouTube, they then realize, oh, man, all right, this is tough. I got to pay my team off. I got to pay my people off and still cover my expenses. And they might outlive their means a little bit, thinking that the money's going to continue to come. Then they had the writer strike. And then now they're saying, hey, streaming services are killing us. Um, these, And I'm not making back any residuals. or So that's what's happening. And the economy is shitty. So this is why you're hearing this. And yeah, they got robbed. They didn't have a problem with it until now the economy is telling the truth. You know, you have a team. Big bills come with what we do. We don't do this alone. The yeah. fact that we're up is a whole entire team behind That's us. Right. Yeah. They have to get paid. Yeah. So, yeah. Somebody said YouTube has disrupted Hollywood. Yep. And so and not only that, OnlyFans. So, you know, you're seeing and she's aging out of roles. She's aging out of roles. She can no longer play sassy 32 year old. Now she's damn near pushing mid 50s. So she's not getting roles anymore. She's probably getting rejected. So now people are watching YouTube. They ain't watching fucking movies and TV like that. All right. You know what I mean? So that's what's happening to a lot of people. And they're getting aged out. So when you hear someone saying, oh, such and such made $10 million. No, that's not that. That didn't make it to their account. Mm. Know that off the top. Uncle Sam is getting 50%. That's right. Okay. So do the math. Now we have five. Do the math. You voted for Biden. See, these people voted for Biden and he came up, all these Democrats and all these Democrats shitholes raised the taxes, New York, California. Now you want to stay in California, guys. California, you can't afford Cali, even if you're making a lot of money. You voted for them tax increases. The fuck you talking about? You voted for them tax increases. And y'all trying to keep Trump out of the office again. I don't know what y'all doing, man. It ain't like he's, go but bruh, y'all going to go four million years of Biden? Y'all really doing that? Jesus. Five million. Your team is getting 30% or whatever your team is getting off of what you grossed. Sometimes not more. after what Uncle Sam took. Now do the math. Mm. So I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only human. And, and mm -hmm. it seems every time I do something and I break another glass ceiling, when it's time to renegotiate, I'm at the bottom again. Mm -hmm. Like I never mm -hmm. did what I just did. Mm -hmm. And I'm just tired. tired. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Fair use. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I get that. I get that. It wears on you, you know? Because mm -hmm. well, what, what does that mean? She said, what that mean? All right. Wait. What that mean? Uh, well, listen, being 50 years old, 50 plus years old probably doesn't help. Um, she could probably start. A, one of the thing about Hollywood celebrities and, and actors and musicians is that they made money the old school way. But there's people making money the new school way. Uh, which is through streaming and YouTubing and this type of thing. Now, it's going to require work. It's going to require that you're creative. It's going to require that you can keep a, a attention. It's going to require editing and uh, being unscripted and real. Not that fake shit no more. Now you can't be like Cookie. Cookie, that shit ain't going to fly on YouTube. But you want to think you're going to get another Cookie roll. It ain't going to happen. See, what's happening is these celebrities are looking at it and going, wait a minute. 
I'm taking this movie role for uh, chump change to try to parlay into uh, an award or acting. I got a drop neck on Harvey Weinstein. You ain't got to do that no more. So now what's happening? In order to hold people's attention, you got to stream. You got to make YouTube. How does that work? Well, uh, you got to be creative. You can't just read a script, remember your lines, and hit the punchline. Can't do that. Okay, you got to be authentic. You got to be real. You can't hide behind your character. Okay, you got to have a personality, a character, a persona. And that persona has to match. You can't be just out here. You got to be unfiltered. You got to tell secrets about yourself. You got to be vulnerable. And you got to do that shit consistently. You can't uh, work on the on your YouTube for three weeks and take three months off vacationing. Nope. You got to stream every day. Got to put out content every day. Oh, wait. I can't be out here going to lunch and getting the Pavarotti's to take pictures? Nope. Can't do that no more. Get your ass in that studio and get your ass recording some content. So then what happens? They start grifting the manosphere. Facts. Then they start talking about relationships and grifting the manosphere shit. We, saw, we talked about that with Shannon Sharp. Then they start just stealing what we're talking about. All right, so it, it is what it is. And so these people aren't catching up to the new way. Like these writers, they're not paying us our streaming money. Bitch, get on YouTube. Like, <laughs> get on YouTube. You over there waiting for uh, them to do your union contract. You can do that and do some YouTube. Get on Instagram. Get on TikTok. Start dancing, motherfucker, dance. Not only that, the writers were stealing from YouTubers anyway. Those Hollywood writers were stealing from YouTubers anyway. And trust me, yes, they're watching YouTube. They're watching YouTube. I, it was early in my YouTube development that I had a casting agent reach out to me about being on some of these shows that you see on like A&E and IDTV and all of this shit, relationship, 30, 90 Day Fiance. A casting agent reached out to me, and that was 2019. And I had like less than 50,000 subscribers, 75,000. So they watching, they're, they're writing the stuff we're talking about in scripts. I've seen South Park talk about Andrew Tate, named it a whole thing. I've seen them do Kevin Samuels imitations. I've seen Kevin, Sa they're, they're, they're doing it. So now y'all asses ain't getting paid for it. Good. Come out here and start talking that shit. Anyway, who cares about them? Who cares about them. Last one, Vin Diesel. We talked about this. Ex-assistant sues for sexual battery. Rent due out here, y'all. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Rent's due. An ex-assistant claims he attacked her at a hotel party or after a hotel party. Let me speed through it. He's facing a lawsuit for allegedly forcing himself on an assistant working away, uh, forcing himself on an assistant working with him during the Fast and Furious production. And the woman claims sound similar to horrible accusations made against Harvey Weinstein. Her name is Asta Jonathan? Jonathan? Janison? All right, shout out to her. She sounds Swedish or Finnish. She definitely sounds Nordic or Norwegian. <laughs> she sounds like a Viking with that son on the end of it. She's Janison's son. She's Janison's daughter. All right, here we go right here. It says right here. She's Anders' son. She's John's son. She's Frederick's son. All right, anyway. Asta says she was hired by One Race Film, a production company, to be Vin's assistant while he filmed Fast Five in Georgia back in 2010. According to docs obtained by TMZ, Asta said she was a, a, in Vin's suite at the St. Regis in Atlanta when he was entertaining multiple women. 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Y'all ninja, all men pay. Oh, she's South African, son. It says uh, she claimed uh, when the last woman left, Asta was tasked with ushering Vin out of the hotel to avoid Pavarotti's. But instead, she said Diesel, uh, Diesel forcibly grabbed her hand, groped her breast. Oh, she's Dutch, right? Uh, he, he forcibly grabbed her, groped her breast, and kissed her, all while still in the suite. And although she struggled to break free, she allegedly continued, he allegedly continued forcibly kissing her. All right, John, okay, I'm going to call her her. The woman alleges the assault escalated as Diesel lifted up her dress and tried to pull down her panties before pinning her against the wall, grabbing her hand and placing it on his erect Johnson. She said Diesel was in his underwear after pulling down his cargo pants. This sounds like <laughs> sounds like a good intimate sex scene, but listen, there's no consent. Apparently, apparently he got pretty far. She claimed he then pulled down his underwear and started jerking his chicken pause while still leaning against her, pinning her to the wall, at which point Jan- Janison said she kept her eye close to she kept her eyes close to. <laughs> she kept her eyes closed to disassociate and get through the alleged ordeal. She says when he finished, he pulled up his shorts and said, no one can say shit about Asta and left the room. All right. No one can say shit about Asta. What? I'm, that doesn't make sense. Oh, there's more. Hours later, Janison claimed Samantha Vincent, Diesel's sister and president of One Race, called her and fired her. Oh, now I don't believe it. Now I don't believe it. Saying they no longer needed her help in the suit, Janison says she believes she was fired because she resisted Diesel during the alleged assault. According to the suit, Janison says she remained silent for so long out of fear of Diesel's power in Hollywood and because of her immigration status as a green card holder, but says she feels empowered by the hashtag MeToo movement. She also cites California Speak Out Act, which allows victims to file sexual assaults, claims for alleged incidents, incidences dating back to 2009. <laughs> Somebody said, keep reading, coach. <laughs> he got his lotion out. Sounds like a good sex scene. Um, one of the problems I find in this one, Listen, I hope this is not the case uh, for either party here. The victim should, doesn't deserve this type of treatment. Definitely doesn't. Ben Diesel doesn't deserve this as if this, a, if this is a false allegation. And here's the problem with it. The problem with I find with these type of stories is that these stories often sound like they could be misinterpreted or regret, um, regret romantic experiences. Right. So now if you look, if you if you read how it sounds, it sounds like what a man's expected to do to advance on a woman. When Jordan Peterson's video plays here and and I'm going to play it eventually. For men to advance on a woman sexually, it sounds like that's what he would have to do. 
She didn't say no. She didn't really say she resisted. She said she closed her eyes and was paralyzed through the whole ordeal. Now, there are women that say they are paralyzed through traumatic events. They don't fight because of fear. Fighting does no good. So kicking, screaming, crying, biting, we would think that she would do that, but some women report that they don't do that during ordeals like this. But where is the line to draw to say that the consent was not given or renewed? In fact, when Jordan Peterson talks about this, how pathetic consent is, it actually allows women to regret grape you and allegate you 30 years later. Why I never consented. Well, who does? Who does? Who does? Like, I, again, listen, when Jordan Peterson is going to play, who says, I consent to you to touch my titty? I consent to you. What it sounds like is what men, women want men to do to escalate. Why didn't he kiss me? Why didn't he, right? And so you, she's there. He might have felt some sort of way. Are you feeling a certain way? He's not going to stop and say, wait a minute now. I need three pieces of consent. You must consent three times before I touch your nipple. Nobody does this. Only when it's questioned. Oh, I want to question a situation that happened to me. Okay, did you consent? Nope. Well, who does? Like, I want you to think about situations you've been in. When do you stop and be like, here, sign the form. Hey, consent. Hey, show me. Hey, can I progress? Can I touch your hair? Can I touch your titty? Can I touch your booty? Can I touch your stomach? Nobody does this. That puts you at the odd part. Oh, if you read it, it sounds like how a guy is expected to escalate intimately until there's a no, a slap. Hey, don't do this. Stop. There, there's none of that. She just closed her eyes. I just closed my eyes and survived the whole deal. So now that makes it hard for him to know. Well, he should have known by body language. No, nah, bro. Nah, bruh. We can't do this. Ask the Johannesson. This is tough. This is a tough position you're putting men in. So now that 30 years later, you can whip this out. This is, br this is brutal. All right, here we go. Main event, Jordan Peterson. Main event here. That leads us to the next thing here. You like how my show's organized. I actually put thought in formatting my show. All right, so here it is right here. How sex dynamics change. We're going to play a video by Jordan Peterson. You guys know him. Remember, you don't have to agree with him. You can have your own thoughts about him. We're just going to answer something that Jordan Peter has a great Jordan Peterson has a brilliant, great response to this woman who looks like, damn, she looks like Pearly. All right, but uh, he has a great response to this liberal woman's question. All right, and the sexual dynamics in America. Let's go ahead and play it. And I have to pause it for fair use purposes, so I'm going to interrupt it. This is an eight-minute video, but I got to pause it. Here we go. Question is, as a redeemed progressive, uh, what is the key to empowering men in the Me Too age? while maintaining healthy boundaries and strong behavioral expectations. We've had relatively reliable birth control since 1960. Okay, that's not very long. And we underestimate the unbelievable technological triumph of birth control. It's it's the hydrogen bomb, it's the transistor, like it's a major league transformation in human interaction. 
women are now free from involuntary reproduction. That's never been the case in the entire history of the planet. Okay, we don't know exactly what to do about that. Okay, so the first idea in the 60s was, hell, <laughs> let's party. And you know, you could see why. It's like, what the rules for not engaging in um, promiscuous sexual intercourse seemed to have vanished. All right, uh, let me stop it for pausing to add my point on this one. I used to play a commercial. I might bring it back. It was one of my de-evolution commercial. One of the points was a German woman where Germany is the leader in creating these medications. And, you know, they, they've been ahead of the United States, you know, especially during the time of the, uh, the Third Reich. They were ahead of, in science and education and in producing machinery, watches, cars. It doesn't matter. Medication, science, war, weapons cars up uh, but what they produced was the birth control all right that that kind of came out of from them all right and then it was then after world war ii that it was pushed onto america because we basically just copied what germany was doing on many many things all right so once the war ended germany lost communism won america by proxy close to stalin we win by proxy and then guess what we be, we basically get to steal everything that germany was producing which was one of them were the birth control it was pushed onto the to to our to our women, and people were saying once birth control is pushed and women take birth control, forget about forget about marriages, forget about relationships. Now, if you want a problem, if you want to find a problem with modern relationships, he's saying let's go back to birth control. That changed the dynamic of human histories, human history. That changed everything because it basically gave women uh no consequence. There was no consequences for hookup. There was no consequences. They can be free, fuck, fornicate, and never get pregnant. You see what I mean? Like, that's a big deal. So let me go ahead and continue there. That changed everything. They could be promiscuous and never get knocked up. That changes everything. All right, uh, continuing here. So we had a couple of decades of experimentation. It's like, well, how'd that go? Little hard on the family, I would say. That's not so good for kids. AIDS, that wasn't a plus. Could have killed us all. And it mutated, particularly to take advantage of promiscuous sex, because viruses are very tricky things. So it turns out that sex is a little bit more complicated than we thought. All right, let me stop it right there, because he's making some hardcore points. Take it back. Before birth control, STDs were minimal. Divorce rate, minimal. Marriage were able to last longer. Now, we're not just going to just say it's women in, in birth control. But then he's saying birth control was not a thing until the 1960s. I want you guys to understand this. But by the time 1980s came along, there was AIDS. Now, you can say it's the reading rainbow, and of course, you would be somewhat right. But because promiscuity became normalized in a 20-year period, we went from not having AIDS and mutated STIs to having AIDS. So now he's saying, he's just trying to, in a vacuum, say, look at what has happened when we go astray from all of our programming. We can no longer have families. We got sexually transmuted, disease, uh, transmuted diseases that could almost have wiped out the population. Booty pop. Now you got permit, you got, you got girls just want to have fun. No accountability, no pregnancy, no risk. Whew. 
this is a powerful video. Yep, herpes, the, like now single mothers. The consequences are been outrageous, and he's saying we cannot, we have not recovered it because we're not used to this. We're not used to it. This is this is what changed it. All right, this is great. This is great stuff. Let him continue to cook. Well, it actually turns out that it's a lot more complicated than we think. Okay, and now it's four, 50, 60 years later, and we're trying to sort this out. It's like, well, when is it okay to have sex? Exactly. And when is it not okay to have sex? And what does it mean that it's okay? And what does consent mean? And the answer to that is, well, we never used to have to think these things through because the rule was don't have sex until you get married. Woo! And, and again, I talked about these rules. There were systems in place, what we call patriarchy, that protected us from shit. Now, was it perfect back then? No. But patriarchy established control to make sure that there's no gray areas. Gray areas fuck us up. So now we got the Me Too movement. As a result, 60 years later from birth control, STIs, Single mother, divorce, inability to pay parabon, promiscuity, just simply from the birth control. Just as a point of reference, that was the changer. No marriages. You don't have to wait for sex to get married. You don't have to wait for, uh, yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, well, you can get some pussy without being married. Now you have women monetizing themselves. Now they're selling pussy. Now in 60 years, he said 50, in 60 years, Everything changed, but we don't have any rules anymore. So now consent has to be discussed when we never had to discuss it. Why? You would have been married and having kids in a family and had a monogamous relationship. Now you can play this consent game by getting fucked by uh, the top tier men and then later on monetizing it because you never got married. You out here fucking. So, dude, this is pretty big. This is pretty big. Now, you don't have to agree with it, but this is a good frame of reference to kind of try to trace it back. By the way, people were against the birth control pill for this very reason. People were against the birth control pill for this very reason he's explaining, even back in the 60s. Let's get it. That was the rule. Now that isn't the rule. Okay, so what's the rule? Well, we're not having a conversation about the rule. We're waiting till someone does something that seems like it might be untoward and then mobbing them and trying to extract the rule out that way. And it's not a very effective way of doing it. You know, you want to decrease campus rape? That's easy. Get rid of alcohol. No one has that conversation. It's like I did my PhD work on alcohol. 50% of the people who are murdered are drunk. And 50% of the people who kill them are drunk. And See, nobody wants to do. When I talk about this, they're like, you're going to get censored. You're going to get canceled. But the reality is the great statistics of college campus more likely or not, it's drugs and alcohol involved. More likely or not, they knew the other person. There was a friend, established relationship, a miscommunication, and a guy let her, she led the guy on. The guy thought there was more there. They had a sex. There was regret. He got blamed for being a predator. She was drunk. He was drunk. Nobody wants to talk about this. Even when we talk about it, now it's still, well, it doesn't matter if he was, if she, if he was drunk. He still has the dick. So because he has the dick, he's the predator. You see what I mean? You see how out of control you can get when hookup culture, alcohol, party, drugs. But we give the kids the drugs. We legalize the drugs. We actually talk about hookup culture and we glamorize it and, and, and college binge drinking and we glamorize it. But then, uh-oh, consent. All right, so he's hitting some points here. Let me let him cook.
And almost all the date rape situations are consequences of excess intoxication. Facts. And yet there's a party culture on campuses and anything goes. Facts. And you also have this strange thing, especially on the radical left, which is, which is unbelievably paradoxical, where absolutely every form of sexual expression uh -oh. imaginable is 100% permissible. Except. Because sex is fine. But it's so dangerous that while you're dancing with someone at a Princeton mixer, you have to ask them two or three times if it's okay for you to continue. And, and that's, that's actually the case, by the way. I'm not making that up. It's like, well, both of those things can't be true. Mm. Now, what's happening, I think, on the... So now he's attacking the liberal front, who's the people who are kind of pushing it, which is odd. Because they also are the ones that are first to come up and say, well, it was great, but it was the Salt Me Too movement. But at the same time, men and men, women and women, poly, all right, sexual expression, ethical non-monogamy. They're coming up with all the shit. But then when it don't work out for them, oh, we got to believe all women. We got to do this and the victim. And these guys are... So they're kind of playing the confusion both ways. He actually pulled it to the extreme liberalism. Okay? You're supposed to accept promis promiscuity. Uh, body count doesn't matter. But uh-oh, you didn't consent. Oh, we got to handle that. You see this shit? Now it's the frontal lobe development. That is wild, bro. It, 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 he said this creating confusion now, but now we're in too deep. Let's continue. Me too end of things and the affirmative consent end of things is the old sexual taboos are reasserting themselves. The idea that we can extract sex out from emotional intimacy and especially emotional intimacy, I would say psychological intimacy, maybe even from long-term relationship, is I don't believe it's a tenable idea. I don't think we can do it. And a lot of what we're seeing is the backlash against that. It's like, well, I feel used. You know, because one of the things that's happening on Fair the really use. radical end of the anti-sexual uh, abuse movement is the idea that, well, if you have intercourse with someone and then you regret it the next day, that's evidence that it wasn't consensual. Well, it is, in a sense, evidence that it wasn't consensual because it's evidence that you didn't bloody well think it through, right? It was good for last night, but it's not good for today. It's not very wise. The question is, well, what constitutes consent? Uh-oh. And we need to have a very serious conversation about that. Like, <clears throat> under what circumstances is it acceptable to give consent? See, now this is the, this is the confusion. If you read the story about Vin Diesel, there was no consent issue. That's just an allegation. There's no consent. She never said she gave it. She didn't say she didn't give it. She just said she got, and it happened, I got fired. There's some missing parts here. So she, re she removed consent, it sounded like, after the fact. Something happened. We need to get down to the point. But the part is, we're gone too far with it where we don't even have a clear definition because it changes every day, every incident. Cassie, the Cassie situation, what's, what's the consent? It sounded like she was entertaining. It sounded like she was part of it. She was the enabler. She was the facilitator. All of a sudden, she's the victim. Like, it gets difficult. And then when men go their own way or go monk, then they're the quitters. Here we go. But we're not mature enough to have that conversation. We want it both ways. We want to be able to do whatever we want with ever with what with whoever we want whenever we want yep. with no consequences yep. yep and we want 
there never to be any trouble about consent. Facts. It's like, well, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. So, uh, and, and let me add to that. We also want to allow, let's just throw the women in. Cause we all, we, we want to say women can do this and have 50 men, 100 men, 30 men, and then have no consequences as to not be able to get married. And that's you. Right? Oh, I'm still marriage material. And then the more you fight it, the more they resist it, and then the more they get their way. Because then we can't argue. We can't make them see it different. We're misogynists if we say, hey, you got a high body count. You're not wife material. When in the past, that was the case. You couldn't just fuck and then come back and marry a guy. Now you could do it. You could have a whole kid and a family, divorce them, and then you could go get married again. I'm worth it. I know I'm better now. When there were consequences for that. Oh, no, that's what you're going to do? Nope, consequences. You're an old maid. Consequences. You ran through. Consequences. You're a runaround suit. Consequences. You got pregnant when you were a teenager. Consequences. You got a high body count. Now today, that's misogyny. So, in a sense, for the men... Now they can sell pussy. Now they can now they can make porn and come back and say I was victimized and erase all the porn from the internet. You see what happens? All because let's come back. Birth control. Uh some uh not summer of love, uh free love. Promiscuity. This is why the Bible warned against it because it creates chaos. It creates chaos. Let's continue. I don't think that sex works very well outside of committed relationships. I don't think there's any evidence that it does. There's a strong proclivity across cultures for, for the enforcement, social enforcement of long-term monogamy. And there's reasons for that. And I think you deviate from that at your peril. So now, if you, if you want to deviate from that, there's all sorts of reasons to do it. Um, and I can understand why people are interested in an adventure and all of that. but. You know, my sense also as a clinician is, you know, you only really get to try out about five people in your <coughs> life. You have to make a decision pretty damn quick. You know, like between 20 and 30, there's a lot of things to get straight and long-term mate is usually one of them. And most of the time, people should be more careful with their sexual behavior when they're young, especially when they're drunk, than they are. And I think it, I just think it's so interesting that all of the taboo reconstruction is coming from the radical left. And there's the left again. Somebody's just making some curious comments about me in the Bible. I've done shows on Samson and Delilah, Jezebel and King Ahab. All right. I've done shows on the Lilith, which is a fable of Jewish folklore. I don't have to be spiritual to know and understand the Bible. And in fact, the more you understand and know the Bible, the less religious you'll be. But take that to the bank. The more you know and understand the Bible, the less religious and spiritual you'll actually be. In fact, you don't have to be spiritual or agree with anything in the book that you read, but the book can be used as a reference and a resource. Understand this. There's nothing you could do to try to throw me off. I got this shit figured out. Okay, the Bible is a good basis of fair fables or stories or myth or whatever to teach people valuable lessons 
I've referenced the Bible many, many times. I don't have to be a Christian. I don't have to be a Muslim to read the Quran. I don't need to be a, a Jewish to read the Torah. I don't have to attend church to read the Bible. I can use the Bible as a reference because it is a book, a powerful book, a book, a book with many truths. I don't have to take it literal because you're spiritual. I can read it and interpret it and use it as a quote as I could do any book and don't have to agree with the end story. It's a book. I don't have to be Christian to read the Bible and or quote it. Similarly, I don't have to believe, I don't have to shoot the messenger, but I can actually accept the message. If you thought that you haven't been watching me long enough, okay, continuing. Thank you for the disruption, but I had to put you in your place. It's not what you'd expect at all. You'd think it'd be the damn right-wing Christians complaining about, you know, sexual immorality. It's like, no, it's the radical lefties, you know? You, you have to have signed consent before making any physical move. And then that's so what? Really? Who thought that up? See, when you do this, the Bible is a book. The Bible is a book. Now, for you, it could be more than that. To me, it's just a book that I can read from. For you, it could be your way and your truth in your life. It can be what you walk with. But for me, it's just a book. Now, if you don't like that, carry your monkey ass on. That's what it is. And I'm not afraid to say it. I don't believe in it the way you believe in it, but more power to you. But carry your monkey ass on with your sky daddy before I really offend you. Lukewarm ass Christians. Because I really like to offend Christians, but I really take my foot off the gas because it's unfair because I can't defend, I can't offend Muslims the way I offend Christians because they take their religious seriously, unlike Christians. Christians violate every damn commandment of the Bible and they want to come over here and thump the Bible. Don't come over here thumping your Bible and saying your prayers because Adams 316 says, I will whip your ass. Continuing, bitch ninjas. All right, anyway. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You know how awkward that would be? You know, you're supposed to be able to do a little bit of nonverbal reading, right? I mean, that's part of romance. You don't see it. You ever see a movie where the two people who are dating exchange consent notes? Like, that doesn't happen. Never, so it's never. So the whole consent thing is crazy. The whole consent thing is crazy. So this is what they say. Well, I didn't consent. Now you're having a conversation about consent. And nobody ever does this. Nobody ever is going to do this. A woman's never going to do this. In fact, if a man did this, she would run. If a man did this and said, okay, here's a consent form. When I showed you videos where women say, I would never sign a consent form. Why? Because she says, if I sign a consent form up front, then if he actually does things that I don't agree with during the, after the form is signed, then I made myself vulnerable. She would never do it. So you're actually at a disadvantage if you gave a consent form. But at the same time, there must be consent. How can both be true? How can both be true? You can't have it where you have had to express consent, but it's some sort of verbal contract. Did I hear it? What was it? How loud? How many times did you say it? Did you say it along where? Did you remove consent? Uh, by the way, by the way, 
a woman can say that you were in her body for a period of time, then say, stop fucking me, and then you're supposed to stop as if that's sexually possible. How? For a man who's pumping you and pushing and shoving you and feeling the friction in the juices, how is he supposed to stop when he is now in the throes of pleasure? Now you're supposed to remove consent. Okay, I'm done, but he ain't done. So if you then give extra strokes after she says, well, I changed my mind, but you in there feeling your whistle whistle getting wet, what you supposed to do is stop. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and he's highlighting the fact. But now this confusion is created because, trace it back, how the hell you supposed to stop pushing? I ain't any, I'm about to bust a nut. So if you stroke two more times after that, that's considered sexual assault and grape. You see what I mean? This is buffoonery, but this is what happens when you follow what he called the radical left in these missions here. You're, you're basically damned if you do, damned if you don't. I suppose to calm down. Hell no. Hell no. It's an unrealistic solution. But, but I think the real solution is that despite the fact that we have reliable birth control, we're going to have to relearn what the acceptable rules of propriety are with regards to sexual relationships. One of the things I often tell my young clients is don't do anything physically with anyone that is. you wouldn't talk to them about. Because you if go. you're too damn embarrassed to talk about it, well, maybe it's a little premature in the relationship to actually do it. That's a fact. And, and there's harm in it. You know, there's emotional harm in it. For on both parties, there's the cheapening of both parties. So, well, so it's going to take us a long time to sort this out. But hopefully we can do it in a serious manner. And, we cannot. And it won't be merely a matter of mobbing those who seem to have made an error. There we go. So in, in this case, we've just had mobs. All right. So, for instance, uh, Vin Diesel's story. We're just mobbing him. He should have known you. And then now he has the stigma. And what he's saying is, I was hoping we could have a serious conversation about this, but it, it appears that we, we won't be able to. Going back, going back, the birth control, sexual promiscuity, free love, okay, no consequences for sex. Starting in the 60s, going into the 70s and 80s, 90s, where did the original claims for the first Me Too movement come from? Bill Cosby, the confusion around consent, drugs, party, lifestyle, all right, women out here jock sniffing, then all of a sudden Bill Cosby got hit. Now we're dealing with men from the 90s and the 2000s getting hit with these things here, and then I think it will continue to go forward because context is everything. Context. Okay, what was the context of the relationship? Can we define it? One of the difficult things that we're going to find is that men can't, don't have a memory or enough evidence to be able to defend themselves against some of these situations here all right this happened and here's the here's what happened and this was the end and then what's the context though what is the context were you partying were you drinking were you flirting what was the context the reality is you can't define the context so the context is removed and then you trying to make sense out of a situation that happened where you can provide context or you can provide specifics but he cannot all right, here were your specifics, but he doesn't have specifics. 
He might not even remember you. He might need not even remember the incident. You were, you probably were one of many, and this was the highlight of your life. If you're with a celebrity, you're one of many. You're just another whore. You're just another woman. If you are with the celebrity, this is the best. This is your most memorable thing. Right? You're like, oh, wow, I was with Ben Diesel once. Okay, you're going to remember it like every day. So this is, the comp- this is the complex issues that you're having. And going back, maybe we should go back to no sex before marriage. How about that? <laughs> no sex before marriage would solve a lot of these issues. And that's what he's saying there. Biblically, socially, these were the rules. Yes, this was patriarchy. Yes, some people violated it. Yes, if you violated it, guess what happened? You were ostracized. You could not get married no more, or you risk not getting married. So he's now saying, if we go back to the rules and not all of this, everybody can fornicate and fuck, guess what? We might have possibility of getting some clarity. Until then, that's what it is. All right, anyway, there's no clarity. There's no context. There's no rules. There's no structure. That's what patriarchy provides, and it's not fair. But guess what? And since it ain't fair to someone, then we have chaos. All right, let me get to these Super Chats, man. Interesting segment. I'm going to clip that. I'm going to clip that. Um, It's a wild world out here. It's the Wild West. What are we doing here? Uh, shout out to Strife Excel. He says, I know two women who were in. Okay, I already got that one. Yep. Lee H says, CGA, the XX is now in days or nowadays are not a game. He says, watch. They're not a game. They're not to be played with. You got to be very specific. Watch yourself, ninjas. The streets are cold, but you independent. He says, can I get a Ling Ling Thursday? Yes, you can. Give me a second here. Let's get the music tuned up. You want some video too? Oh, man, this video, wow. All right, there you go right there. I'm going to turn down the music a little bit. Oh, boy. Speaking of promiscuity, here we go right here. Oh, man, boy, she got the cakes out too, man. Look out. Yes, yes. (laughs) All right. Oh, we're going to get sabotaged. We're going too... Uh-oh. We're going too far. Wait a minute. I got stuck. Man, why is this so good? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Pancakes. All right. Pancakes for everybody. Pancakes for everybody. Yes, indeed. Wait a minute. I got a little bit more. Oh. All right. Hold on for a second. All right. I got a little distracted there. I got a little distracted. Brother's starving. All right. I got a little distracted there. Hold on for a second. I got to wrap the show up. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Pancakes. Shout out to Chad Worthington. Chad Worthington in this dog spot. He says, how does sex affect you spiritually? He says, do you believe that you lie in bed with all the people your partner uh, was in, in bed with? If she has personal demons, will those demons attach to you? Spiritual energy exchange. I believe so. I believe we don't take that part seriously. Um, And, uh, you know, the succubus, you know, the Lilith, uh, the demons of men, the den of demons. I I believe that there's some power to that. Uh, Can we determine what that is? No, because you can't see it. Spirituality is one of those things. You either believe in it or not. Uh, But um, um, if you look at biology, you can see that uh, they have consequences biologically. Uh, people's behaviors can um, can't change based on um, 
who you're mating with. Your behavior can change. But yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a broader thing. There's no proof. There's no proof of it. So this is why we respect everybody's spirituality and whatnot. Okay. All right. And uh one thing about it, those things about spirituality and religion are dividers. They're dividers. And I find that people use them to try to confuse people. And thus, you try to box people in. I don't know if you've read my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, Chapter 3. Don't box yourself in. Now, we can all be good and fine here without discussing these very, very important things that are important to everybody. But what you will find is that then people will find that you are a certain way spiritually and then Oh, well, I'm going to throw all your message away. Never let these things distract you. These are man-made issues, all right? So my religion and your religion are inconsequential. They're, that doesn't matter because we're using that just as a box to properly dismiss people or, or, or put people at a disadvantage or an advantage. Nah, man, uh, don't let that thing type of thing distract you. If you have something that's important to you, we, we allow you to be here. We're a non-denominational group here we're a non-denominational group if you're a southern baptist you're welcome here if you're a jewish person you're welcome here if you're a muslim if you're a a, a buddhist you're welcome here if you're a MGTOW, if you're a black manosphere if you're a red pillar if you're a black pillar if you're an incel we welcome everybody here what we don't do is try to dissect everybody and box people in in this group we're an open group if you're a if you're a christian and you're you you practice uh, um, your virginity before marriage, we welcome you here. But we don't judge. We're non-denominational over here. You see what I mean? Because these things fracture the group. We're here. Read chapter three of my book and it will make sense. And a lot of, there's a lot of new people here that don't know me and you thought you knew me, but now you're like, whoa, that means you're agnostic. Who gives a fuck what I am? That, that's just a box. That's just a box. And if that box makes you listen to me or not listen to me, then you're an idiot because you didn't read my book. I already told you, don't box yourself in. You're an idiot. You're here to just disrupt or distract. It's not important to the message. It's not important to the message. It's not important to the message. That's what it's about. But, you know, if that's important to you, go somewhere where that's important to you. But I'm going to tell you, I'm better than your preacher or your pastor. I'm better than any church you'll ever go to. And I actually will challenge any of these pulpit preachers to challenge the King of Kings. You're here with the King of Kings. None of these pastors got anything on me unless they can just go ahead and pray to their sky daddy. All right. And they can put their sky daddy in front. All right. And anybody who debates me and they use sky daddy as a reference point to basically try to pivot in and corner me. You lost the debate. Actually, a lot of you guys haven't seen me debate Hafiz. You didn't see it, did you? You didn't see me debate Hafiz. If you did, you would have known where I stood on this issue. But again, a lot of you guys are new here, so I appreciate you. I suggest you do your research on me. But my message is clear. <laughs> my message is clear. I'm only here for the truth. Whatever your sky daddy says to you in the morning, it's not my business. Mm. <laughs> right here we here for the truth all right we ain't here for your sky daddy bullshit so please don't bring that into my congregation we're non-denominational no disrespect but when you come here you pray to the church of the free agent lifestyle <laughs> all right here we go right here 
Then when you go here off my stream, you take your ass to your church. Everybody got it. Where we at? Cali West Miami. Who told Taraji P. Henson not to get married in 2020? She had a 37-year-old man willing to marry her at 50, and she still discarded him after therapy. I don't know about that. All right, but uh, it sounds like Taraji P. Henson is broke. Don't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Sorry. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Uh, shout out to Luis G in the bit. Well, I just played the I just played the voice right there. Shout out to you. All right, G. Can I say your name? GS Inc is in the building. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. All right, here we go. Right here. He was an NFL player. Well, I guess what I mean. Well, listen, 2020 was a a point in our history where we thought everything was gravy. <laughs> if you remember 2023. All right. Uh, yeah, man. I'm sorry. If you remember 2020, you thought everything was about to be Gucci. Because 2019 ain't coming back. Uh, no government name says, uh, hey, coach, I'm sure Taraji Henson watches the show. Please give her the information if she needs to ha- needs you to fix his a bind. All right. Contact fixes a bind. Fixes a bind LLC. <laughs> you going in on Taraji. Taraji fixes a bind LLC. Yeah, she going to OnlyFans for sure. Fixes the Bind says, uh, it's been an honor to listen to this stream almost daily for all of 2023. Thank you, coach. Shout out to you, man. We here. You could not live with oh, your own wrong show. sound effect. Where did that bring you? And Fixes the Bind says, oh, one more thing for Christians in here. We need to remember to be careful how we conduct ourselves and to not push people further away from God. All right. Yeah, we're not in here, man. We're not going to stop my show and distract about this religious stuff. Right, it's not a part of my message. Now I can make fun of y'all, but it's not going to be centered towards a specific religion. Now, if that's what you want, again, it ain't going to be a part of my show. We're not going to center it in, in all that stuff here. It's not. It's inconsequential to the message. All right, shout out to. Let me see here. Who is this? We'll call you Mr. Jacobs. Says I'm back from the Philippines. Black men are exotic over there. I'm 34. Was with a tight, tight. 19-year-old piece of calico out there. Met her at the gym. They love us over there. Thank you, coach. And thank you for thank you for reporting. And that's a co-sponsorship. Thank you for reporting that. I'm rich, All right, but a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people have heard. I've heard I've heard different things about that. But knowing the American ones, yeah, we gravy. We gravy. All right. I think we got everybody for this particular show. Tomorrow's show is going to be Friday. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? So it's going to be the weekend. Have your bail money ready. Make sure you get your bail money. All right. Always stay, uh, you know, get your CCW. Stay armed. Stay strapped at all times. Protect yourself. Don't hit below the belt. Get consent all times. All right. And never, never, never think that it cannot happen to you. Also, um, that story earlier, we talked about the Oculus STI. Yeah, that might be something that you might look at for anyway. All right, look, enjoy your takeout Thursday. Appreciate you for being here, watching the show. Hit the like button on the way out. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. Oh, 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 one more thing. We will be streaming on Sunday. So uh, uh, everybody on Locals, your stream will move to Saturday morning. 
Money Mindset will move to, I believe, Saturday evening or at least Saturday morning. We're going to get those guys out of the way off on Sunday. Sunday's Christmas Eve, 12 cents of Christmas will be Christmas Eve, 9 a.m., 9 a.m. We're going to be voting on locals this weekend, probably tomorrow, going into Saturday. We're going to vote for the 12 cents. So if you're on locals, you'll be able to go over there. Coach Greg Adams at locals.com, right? You're going to be able to vote for your top 12. And uh, Simpson Chiefsmiths there and uh, all of that stuff. So it's going to be our main event show. Our fourth annual 12 Simpson Chiefsmiths will be Christmas Eve, 9 a.m. So all of our private streams will move off Sunday into Saturday. And we're going to get those out of the way. We got to make sure we're all standing focused going in. Shout out to the coach, gang. We be out of here. Peace.